2: this classic episode was produced by the team at pandora hey it's unpaid bill on this week's quest love supreme classic we talked to comedian writer and filmmaker mike perviglia about his real life sleepwalking his movie don't think twice and the insatiable nature of success this is from november 9th 2016 see you on the next go round shut up bill just start the episode
4: Suprema! s su, su, suprema roll call! Suprema! su, su, suprema roll call! Suprema! su, su, suprema roll call! Suprema! su, su, suprema roll call! I
3: am Questlove. Yeah! I do not quit. Yeah! And today we're gonna find out Yeah! Why we ruin good shit! Roll call! Yeah. Suprema! su, su, suprema
5: roll call! Suprema! Su, su, suprema roll call. I am Fontigger. Yeah. I got electric ladies. Yeah. They come to my crib. Yeah. <laughs> For that
6: rice and gravy. Yeah. Roll call. Suprema. <laughs> su, su,
4: su, roll call. Suprema. Su, 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 suprema roll call.
1: My name is Steve. Yeah. Sugar Steve. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm not wanted. Yeah. In this room.
6: <laughs> roll call. Oh, suprema. <laughs> Supremo. <laughs> su,
4: su, 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 su. Roll call, Suprema, su, su, Suprema, roll
2: call. My name is Bill. Yeah. Still unpaid. Yeah. yeah. Got divorced. Yeah. Need to get Roll Call. Suprema. Sa su, su, Suprema. Roll call. Suprema.
4: S su, su, Suprema. Roll call. Suprema, su, su, suprema roll call. Oh, I am boss Bill. Yeah.
7: I, I like tater tots. Yeah. I run this show. Yeah. <laughs> don't believe me, just watch. Roll call, yeah. Suprema, <laughs> su- su- Suprema, roll call. I'm Suprema, I'm su-
4: su- su- Suprema, roll call. My
0: name's Laia. Yeah.
4: And
0: I am new here. Yeah. Please don't fight me. Yeah. Because I don't know how to do this shit.
4: Roll call, <laughs> Suprema, su- su- Suprema, roll call,
8: Suprema. Su- su- suprema Roll Call. My name is Mike.
6: Yeah, I'm not going for
8: a hike. Yeah, yeah.
6: I mean, look at my physique. Yeah, I'm uh... roll call. Suprema, su- su-
4: Suprema, uh, Roll Call. Suprema, uh, su- su- Suprema, Roll Call. Suprema, su- su- Suprema, uh, Roll Call.
3: Suprema, Suprema, Roll Call. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Course Love Supreme, only on Pandora. Yes, I'm Course Love, and uh, we got the Team Supreme with us. And today we got a really great show for you. Uh, comedian, writer, actor, and director Mike Berbigli is on the show. Uh, he'll be on in a bit, and we're talking about his new movie, Don't Think Twice, uh, which is out next Wednesday on iTunes and on December 6th on Blu ray. And before all that, we're going to check in with the Team Supreme. Uh, we are here at our home at Electric. Lady studios you hear that sugar steve yes we're back at electric lady man we never left we never (laughs) left i've Uh, been hiding
1: under this couch for 20 (laughs)
3: years (laughs) steve steve and i first met each other uh 20 years ago at uh where we are right now this location very uh it's our anniversary memories that's
6: so
0: cute yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's good to
3: be here i just never knew that our return to electric lady studios would be a a radio show (laughs) yeah exactly okay so to my left going clockwise uh sugar steve what's up pal feeling good you feeling good no okay
6: (laughs) great (laughs) stomach
1: hurts my head is killing me
2: oh okay okay uh unpaid bill how you doing bro good man how are you i'm great how's life fantastic really Sometimes (laughs) Sometimes.
4: Okay. <laughs> you look like
2: shit. Thank you. Coming from very, you. Very short. It's answers. really really painful. Fine Tigolo. Ah,
5: another day, another dollar, brother. How's it going? Man, I can't complain at all, man. I'm sitting here at Questlove Supreme, an electric lady, and um shit, we chopping up this paper. <laughs> <laughs>
6: You couldn't yeah. leave it. You couldn't uh, leave
4: it. All right, we, we
3: are officially chopping up paper. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Chopping up the paper. It's like it's no, basically... I know
5: what
6: it, means. Okay, no, you got it. Right. Oh, I got it. Oh,
3: For those
2: that are, you
5: costly, might as well just tell everybody. Okay, hey, T- chopping Fonte, what's
6: chopping up paper?
5: Chopping up paper is a colloquialism used in the American <laughs> South among Negroes who are probably making their money in illegal activities such as drug dealing or money laundering. And it reply. It is referred to as you know. I'm I'm gaining this currency at an alarming rate.
6: <laughs> so I'm, I'm
5: amassing legal tender at at at, at, as, at a rate reason. that is just incredible. So I'm here by chopping up the paper. It doesn't mean I'm literally putting blades to the paper and, and uh, okay. breaking it off. It's With just this I'm, counterfeit
1: money. You could be chopping it up.
5: You could you could be breaking it up like in the sheets, like what white but it's just very much, you know, I'm chopping up that paper. Uh, Boss Bill. Hola, como
7: esta?
3: How are we doing? Doing really well. More
7: importantly, how am I doing? You're doing great. You're doing a good job. But this is only the first like five minutes though, right? No, we've been at this for like about
3: 10 minutes so far. Right? Oh, okay. Well, see, that's that's what you're here for to keep me in mind.
7: No, we're, we're good. You're doing a great job.
3: Uh, and I guess the most notable thing to mention at the top here is that the uh, familiar female voice you've heard on the past few episodes of Questlove Supreme Yes, Laia. She's officially part of our family now of our show. The ever expanding The cast. team keeps <laughs> growing. Yeah, the team grows. Uh, I figure that we need uh, some brass. A high Just say it's a breast, breast
0: in the room to Can, breast. Can't
1: we? I'm sorry. Yes. yo, if you.
3: What's brass? Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've known this lady since she since we were young and um uh, wait since she was a stripper We're... in Atlanta no,
4: before that
6: before that
3: no nah, uh you know she's my my comrade from Philadelphia uh i'm from dc no you're from philly okay thank you <laughs> um yeah now i'm already regretting this this decision <laughs> Welcome, Laia St. Clair. Yes, sir.
7: She need a nickname.
8: Question, question, I'm
0: sorry, I'm not good with compliments.
3: We're
7: gonna have to give you a nickname.
3: Well, she used to be Lady Laia on Philadelphia. Oh, right? I, I mean.
0: was just like, lady, Where you see a lady? Where's she at?
5: Were you not what
3: Lady was your Laia? Name?
0: I was Laia. <laughs> lady Laia is like two thousand syllables.
5: So, what was your club name? What was your La La? La La. That was your. But club not name, like really? La
0: La. The other chick, but like La La. You know, no. I'm, this just seemed like it's gonna get me in trouble later. No, nah, you worked in good. the
5: daytime. I mean,
0: no, what? You don't even make no money in the daytime at the strip club.
5: Oh, okay. Because you have to think like, what kind of person goes to the strip club? In the <laughs> this daytime. is the Gold Club though in Atlanta,
0: Monte. Visited...
3: Oh.
5: oh,
4: right, right, right. <laughs> no, I'm saying, man, because you actually
3: work. Uh, but... I fell inside that hole and then realized, oh shit, I just fell in that guy. Wait, are we still on the air right now? Yeah, we are still on the Barely. air. We've we been yanked yeah. off the air. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: I went to college, everybody. I yeah, can't... I was
3: going to say let's let's paint a different uh, picture of
9: Laia.
7: I've been working with Laia behind the scenes for several weeks now. She's very very smart, very intelligent. <laughs> we, we we are we are no. blessed to have Laia her as part Is of this
3: no, no 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 no. Let me. Okay, you, you're just saying I'm lying. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, that she's not pleasant. Um... <laughs> Now, Laia is, is actually a, a Philadelphia radio uh, royalty. Uh, she's been... You've been on radio in Philadelphia for at least mm. uh, 11...
0: Yeah, since I was 12. 11 years.
3: No, I I knew you since you were 12. No, nah, I just don't want them to know that I'm old. But
0: yeah, that's fine. I've been on... Listen, I was on the radio for like 15 years. Let's just keep it real. Okay?
3: Okay. Fine. Yeah, you... Yeah, you you've done a, a great job. That's and why you're here.
0: I just want to mention y'all said something about Source Magazine not being valid, but it's still valid in 2013 and 14 because I was in the top 30 in radio. So as long as that's still going on, oh Source wow, is, Magazine is still valid. I just I wasn't that? on the radio in 2014, but they still put me in there. So I just want to give them some love. Because, Shows
3: you how uh, much credibility they
6: have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really,
5: <laughs> he's gonna put you on the list. You ain't got a goddamn show. I'm saying. Wow, Pootie don't need no words. Pootie don't need no music. <laughs> <laughs> Pootie don't need no radio show. Pootie know what Pootie do. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, why did I just
3: find out Wild. recently
5: that Louis C.K. Wrote You're and directed, directed Pootie yeah.
0: Tang?
5: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I did that not know That is his These Movies that should have won Oscars, Pootie Tang should have won a fucking Oscar. <laughs> Pootie Tang should have won an Oscar, and Clifton Powell should get a Lifetime achievement Award. D.C. Navy. <laughs> Clifton Powell. <laughs> dude, he's black excellence. He's he Like, he's one of those black actors. He was that. a black father? He's a black father, but then he'll turn around and, like, he'll be in fucking Star Wars. Like, he worked. He just be working.
0: Star Wars.
5: And he was in, well, he wasn't in Star Wars, but he'll be in, like, some big budget shit. <laughs> like,
0: Menace Society. And
5: then he'll be in, he was in Menace in Society, but then his greatest role, I think, was Pinky in Next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> He really he just really there was a rich emotional tapestry. Yo, like Star fine, Wars that just really Fine, you know what I mean?
3: <laughs> Fine. Time out. You understand. Yo, can emotional we emotional fine, fine. Can we <laughs> uh, I now I have to <laughs> analyze you and <laughs> how like the sponge that is your brain <laughs> and the information that it retains. <laughs> I said that. Is it amazing you might need to be the guest next week on your own show.
0: <laughs> is that like no weed influence? Like seriously, is that no weed influence?
5: Nah, um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would just ever since I was a kid, I just been able to just kind re- of retain to reading. I mean, I smoke, okay. but I'm not. I'm not a smoker. I okay. mean, if. You know, I'll do it in the gathering. If Like, y'all got one? Hell yeah, we going in. It's, it's a celebration. But well, no, I don't really smoke no weed like that because just, it just it kills my productivity. And there was this one episode I had where I was driving back from the Waffle House high and the road started crisscrossing. And I just, <laughs> I just told, I, I told God I wasn't doing that shit no more. Well, wait, I want to ask you something
3: because okay. this is what I learned having recently just uh, visited uh, Maui, where okay. the speed limit... The average speed limit, 35.
5: Oh, shit. Ooh.
3: 35. Like, it would be like some thing where it's like, okay, so where's the uh, Whole Foods at? Oh, they'll be like, oh, it's eight miles away. You'll get there in like uh, 40 minutes. Wow.
5: Yeah, and you got to 30 drive
3: 35. You got to drive 35. And the logic was that it stops uh, drunk driving uh, incidents. Hmm. Okay. But the thing is, I'm like, keep Sammy if, you're, speeding too. if you're inebriated, good one. If you're inebriated, uh, will you see that 35 predominant? Like, will you see that? I don't know. But if you're driving slow, like, won't that put your life at risk more? I don't know.
5: I don't know. The one time I did it, it was, uh, and that was it. Like, that shit scared the shit out of me, dude. And that's another reason. Like, drugs actually really, like, scared me. So that one experience, it was me and a girl I was seeing at the time. And we was smoking, just smoking, like just smoking, just for fucking smoking. And we had a damn, and we was doing it. That was like seven smokings. Man, we was just smoking. And and she was actually, I mean, to bring it all home to Electric Lady, this was after one of uh, your uh, famous artists that you had produced had finished her sophomore album. So we were kind of celebrating that she was uh had finished. Was she up that related album. to that artist? Wasn't related. Oh God, no, it wasn't her. I know wow. you are talking about. Wasn't related, but um, <laughs> wasn't related. No, no disrespect to that person, okay. but I mean, but no, nah, it wasn't her. But um, but now nah, so we were hanging, and so she had it on the on the pipe, and you know, man, <laughs> I just, I mean, where I'm from, pipes mean crack, so. Smoking off a pipe just felt real crackish to me. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, I mean, what it, whatever we doing it. So I I was smoking it off the pipe and it is real pure. So I was like, damn, we're hungry as hell. We need to go to the goddamn Waffle House. And so I drove to the Waffle House and we went to the Waffle House on a this was a Saturday night. And I remember sitting there. And the high just came over me. I'm waiting on my food, and you know my thing with food. Like I remember my my dude who was took our joint. He had a jail tat named Tap Daddy, and when I saw the jail tat, <laughs> I knew. No, nah, for real, I'm not making this shit up, dude. He that, had a jail tap daddy, and so I knew then. You know that was when I formed my hypothesis that. I knew the food was gonna be great because felons <laughs> cook the best food, right? You know what I mean. Like if it ain't at least three. Shout felons. out to so, Prodigy's uh, was, uh,
3: somebody, Prison Recipes. Somebody write that down. <laughs> Shout out to Pro- uh, Prodigy's Prison Recipes book. <laughs> prodigy from Opti. <Mobb>, <laughs> yeah. Yo,
5: nah, if you ain't got at least two felons in your, if you ain't got at least two felons in your restaurant, the food is gonna be shitty. And if you don't have at least one person <laughs> dude, in your black family that has a black disease. This cooking, like if oh, your grandma yeah. ain't got the speed bag under her arm, <laughs> I don't want her dinner. I don't want her oh, cooking not, Thanksgiving dinner. Not funny, it's not going to be good. No, it's oh, real. You, no, it's, <laughs> it's real. You it's need not at funny, least but it's real. one person with a hey, non you black disease- such as the gout, the sugar. Because the speed sugar. bag
0: is not a disease. It's just like what happens to women when
5: they—it's called wings, you know. Well, nah, it's—it's. It's, I mean, it's wings and it. yeah, chicken wings. You eat too
4: <laughs> goddamn many of them. That's what,
5: that's what the fuck it is. So, nah. Speed you,
4: bag you is wings. way better than chicken wings. <laughs> right, Come yeah,
5: on, you need this. You got the speed bag. Yeah. But anyway, it's, so anyway, so it's, it's felons cooking my chicken and eggs. I know this shit's gonna be amazing. So I'm sitting here and the highs just keeping coming down on me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's saturday night and the police is out there and the girl i'm with by the time she's so goddamn high she doesn't feel asleep she nodding <laughs> off like with the goddamn dope fiend lean looking like bubbles from the wire and shit so, <laughs> so i'm just like yo this is bad so i tell her to just go get in the car i said just go get in the car and just, just go to sleep so the police is out there because they because you know it's like the fucking club so man i finally get the food and i'm walking out and the police is looking at me i'm just like dude I'm looking at a DUI dead in the fucking face, right? <laughs> and I had to put the key in my car. This was before. This was like when I was a really broke nigga. And like I didn't have the remote control open key. I had, to, uh, uh. I had the old school, right? like, you got to get the key and the up. joint. The Latin turn. Mm-hmm. Man, that was the most concentrated shit I had to do in my life. And I got it. And, you know, I remember driving home. And, man, the road started goddamn zigzagging, man. And uh, I just said to myself, I was like, God, if you let me get home, I will never get this high again. And I made it home, and I busted down them chicken and eggs, and I, and never, busted down and then, no, I never got that high again. That was it, man. So, um, wow, yeah, that was it. How I think I got it? contact. I, I got contact with
2: that well, so, Oh, man, our coffee table looks good. <laughs> shit. Damn.
1: You should just move to walking distance from the Waffle House, then you
3: can get
4: high. Hey, sure. hey, that's a, that's Steve's done some research. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Every time I go there, I try to figure out because uh, I know there's. They claim that there's a million plus uh combinations mm-hmm. of the hash browns.
5: Yeah, you can get them scattered, smothered, covered, chunk, capped. <laughs> Um uh, you can get them with chili I'm done I'm done You know what I'm saying? I, I mean I I know the menu pretty well. No, <laughs> but there's a
9: scientific
3: there's a scientific number combination that says that uh it's 1 mil, it's 1 million plus different combinations. Different combination.
5: Yeah, I, I get everything on mine. Oh, you work? what you get on yours? What you what you on your? get you do- cheese and everything
3: too? I go full throttle. Oh, damn. But I only do like a quarter of it. Okay. You know, I'm I'm one of those like, I'm in the, 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 God, the, am I about to make this reference, <laughs> the Ron Perlman face of my life? Oh, <laughs>
6: shit.
4: Like, <laughs> right, oh, he,
3: oh. he, orders everything and just does a little bit of each thing and then leaves, which it's, that's probably the worst thing I could say, like, because there's this unspoken rule that we can't waste food.
5: Mm-hmm. And that but then but see Waffle House they done upgraded their formula, bruh. So now <laughs> Wait, wait, what? They done upgraded the formula. They, they messed with it? Nah, they brother. So now what they used to, they used to just have the regular waffles, just the regular. I got the
3: pecan joint.
5: Oh, but now they got the pecan. But now what? they got the new joint they do. They'll do you a strawberry waffle. They put a little strawberry like little something, some cancer causing shit they put in there. And they just cook it up and it tastes fucking amazing. Oh
3: boy. Oh boy. Wow. Uh, we really do need
5: to go to Waffle House.
2: Yeah. That would be dope. Now, after that, that, that cancer comment, we really need to go to <laughs> fucking Waffle House.
5: Let's go. Yeah, that was that. Did you see that story about the uh girls that was uh got the Waffle House? I don't think they got it shut down, they were fired. The girls that was doing hair in the Waffle House? Wait, what? This is true. There was uh there Did was you get your hair t- did? Well, they were doing it. It was like it was somewhere in Atlanta. I want to say a side gig. Shocker. They were doing shock. Sho- <laughs> totally shocker. <laughs> they were doing hair, washing hair in the Waffle House man, uh, at where they cook. There where are, they cook.
0: are so many World Star videos about Waffle House fights. It's, 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 a, lot. Yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. lots go a down
5: Because it's, it's twenty four hours. It's twenty four hours, but I gotta imagine they only make. I'm sure like their profit margins are the highest from the hours of like twelve midnight to like three four in the morning, like eating Waffle House. Much like you wonder about the guy that goes to a strip club during the day. Who does if the analytics to, of this? No, I'm just thinking. <laughs> no, I'm of just, course, I'm just thinking, dude. Because like, if you go eating Waffle House during the day, like, bro, you a goddamn savage. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa! IHOP is more for the day. Wait, time out. IHOP is for is day. the day. It's whoa, time out. Really? I mean, cause mm. what? Well, cause for us, well, like when we was coming up, Waffle House was club. It was after the club food. Mm-hmm. It was after the club. It's late night. You go and that's what it is. Guess now what? I will say during the morning, it like if morning, I'm I'm with you. We would we would hit it sometimes. Well, when we, I we, land, we miss Shoney's.
3: when I land, Shoney's. <laughs> before I go to the hotel, I go to Waffle House. Like I eat daytime Waffle House. You do. But you go to the strip Breakfast. club in the
0: daytime too, though. So
3: no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so uh, let's let's dial back the uh, the food talk a, a bit here, guys and get a little serious. Uh at least in line with our, our guest today. Um, who is uh a comedian, I feel, um, is probably one of the more probably one of the most unique storytellers uh in comedy. Because his his level of comedy isn't just like why did the chicken cross the road? Like it's not just like set up punchline. Set up punchline like he tells these uh, stories of his life and they're the most hilarious thing ever except they're all, like, real. (laughs) They're the most painful, realist, most insecure, most pie-in-the-face, you know, self-deprecating stories I've ever heard. But the way he delivers it uh, makes it so relatable, makes him so likable. Um, And he's made two movies that I really feel that are important Um, I guess for artists alike and and people that aren't into art Um, they speak to all areas of life Um, I'm speaking of uh, Sleepwalk With Me and I'm speaking of his newest uh, film Don't Think Twice Um, and our guest is Mike Berbiglia
5: and uh, he's coming up in the next segment (laughs)
0: And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
2: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Mike Birbiglia. Yes, oh, sir. Thanks, man.
8: Thank you, guys. Welcome to Love Supreme. Thanks, man. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm psyched that you like the movie. And I was just. I was talking to Bill beforehand because. He. I. I ran into him a few months ago, mm-hmm. and I was telling him about the movie. Unpaid I, Bill, that's me. All right, yeah. not not
2: to be confused with Boss, <laughs> boss Bill. bill
3: yeah. Okay. And,
8: unpaid uh, Bill. And. Uh, I ran into you at. I'm forgetting the name of the place.
2: Bar Central?
8: Yeah. And uh, And he was in a group uh, for many years. Unpaid bill, you in were a in a group? I was in a group. I still. I guess I still am in a group called Surprise.
2: Freestyle Love Supreme. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Quest Love Supreme. Are you
3: serious? Supreme. Surprises abound.
2: So I, play in a, I played a, and still play, I guess, in a hip-hop improv comedy group where we get suggestions from the audience make up hip-hop tunes. And the people who are in the group, are the people that went on sort of to create Hamilton the musical they are Lynn Miranda and Chris Jackson and Davide Diggs and all the guys who are in that are in the same group and uh, Mike reminded me that we were at the same Aspen Comedy Festival together once many
8: years
3: ago. 2003. Was it a battle of the uh,
8: no I was just doing stand-up and these guys were doing freestyle yeah we didn't know each other but then a few months ago I ran into these guys because I did something with Lynn Miranda a couple years ago and I was like hey I didn't know Bill. I was like, "Hey, Lynn, I think you'll like this movie I made. I it's probably a little bit like your life." (laughs) 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 Little did I know Mm -hmm. that it was, and Bill was part of it. Yeah.
2: So I watched the movie today. Don't think twice. Right. An incredible film, and was and was thought to myself, "Wow, that's that's a whole lot like my life." (laughs) Straight (laughs) up, straight up.
8: And what Amir, you and I were texting last night. Who do you relate to most? In the movie
3: um, I mean in the beginning I thought I was Jack But then I thought Then I thought maybe I was your character Miles Yeah because what I don't want to be is I don't want to be the character that Doesn't realize that the party's over And the lights are out <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we, can we kind of give them an overview Yeah for- yeah so okay. the
8: gist of it is like It's a movie about a, a bunch of best friends In like an improv comedy group and they've been together for years, and then one of them gets a chance to be on like a Saturday Night Live type of show, and the rest of them don't. Mm-hmm. And it's about that's why we're talking about in relation to breakups because it's what happens when so, not everybody makes it in the same way, yeah, like Michael, cool- like Michael Jackson for
3: example. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, side note because I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt with small uh, meaningless questions. Sure. All right. Similar to Nike's font. Yeah. Does Does Broadway Video own that Weekend Live font? No, they don't
8: own that font. That font. How did you
3: guys master that font? Because that, that was font, one of the most impressive.
8: That font. We went through fonts and we're like, yeah, that's similar to *Siren Live*, but it's not the same. Okay. And uh, it's that's- fun, it's
7: funny you asked that question because I was wondering the same thing while I was watching. The movie. Well, you know what? You, you- were. I was
3: yeah, like, was. yo, y'all nailed this perfectly. And who who was? Uh,
8: I was over at Seth Meyers one day, like when I was in prep for the movie and we're doing all the production design stuff. And we're trying to make it look like *Siren Live*. And I was walking in. To the hallways, he, you know, because Seth Myers is literally down the hall from SNL. Yeah. I was walking in just like taking photos with my phone, and the security <laughs> guard was like, Hey, get out. You can't take photos. And I was like, I got what I need. <laughs> and
3: who was your fake Don Pardo? That was me. I did the. You were the fake yeah. Don Pardo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
8: <laughs> but like, but what's funny about it is, and I, that's why I don't mind talking about it, is like, if if at Certain life sued us, it would be literally the best thing that could have ever happened to the movie. <laughs> it's like when Al Franken wrote that movie, that book about Fox news, the lying liars lies and the lying liars that right. tell them. And then Fox news sued him. And before that, it wasn't on the bestseller list. And then because of that, it ended up on the bestseller list. So anyway, I'm hoping it's a hit. Huh? Um.
3: So, yeah, I, I guess for those that have yet to see it, I really feel like, this could be the the my big fat greek wedding tortoise in the hair mm. uh success story little train that could movie i hope so because this is everyone's story um and for me the bottom line i'm i'm obsessed with why people clearly uh choose to ruin a good thing. Why do they self-sabotage? Yeah. Like I I can name about and I'm probably one of them. I can name at least 30 people in my life that kind of have if if you're familiar with uh SNL trivia uh the you know the 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 final jeopardy where Trebek and Sean Connery are kind of going at each <laughs> other and you know final jeopardy's like the answer is two. Yeah. All you have to say is the answer is two, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, that's the best analogy, <laughs> right? And then they'll say like, ah, Michigan. Yeah, that's yeah. the answer. Yeah, yeah. For me, the moment where I realized that this wasn't the average film was was when, uh, when Gillian's, Jill- character? Gillian's character clearly didn't go, uh, you know, uh, to the audition to become a star, which she yeah. clearly could have been one. Yeah. And I mean, how how did you even have the insight to to go into that psychological level where to know that happens?
8: I feel like I, I know a lot of people who've done that over the years who have like who you're like, you know how there's always the people you're like, yeah, Eddie Murphy's good, but the real guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like right. always like the real right, guy right. was this other dude, Charlie Barnett. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for every I Jordan mean, on the court, there's yeah. like
3: seven other dudes yeah. and, and one that could have.
5: Yeah. yeah, that was the thing. It was like they, the joke was how did Eddie Murphy end up on Saturday Night Live because cause Charlie Burnett couldn't read. That's, really? Yeah. That's
6: oh, fair, yeah, no, yeah, No, he's, yeah,
8: say, he's saying the actual guy. I never named the guy. He was a street performer. Him.
5: Yeah, he was a street performer in D.C. And he's the guy who pretty much kind of who Chappelle used to watch. And he, he's in D.C. Cab. I don't know if you've seen. DC I've seen Cab. D.C. Cab. Yeah. He's in, he was like, the, he's one of the guys D.C. Cab. But like, I mean, drugs, everything. But he was a street performer. He died in like late 80s, I want to say. Really? But he was like the man. He was the dude, but he couldn't read. Yeah. Wow. So he just sabotaged it. Yeah. That's crazy.
3: I
8: mean, there's a million guys at the cellar like that. You guys, you see well, all the time. Literally the funniest dude, you're like, how come that person is not the most famous comic?
3: This is what I learned about at least in my five years of kind of being a New Yorker and, and scoping the, the comedy scene, which I do obsessively. More than musicians and more than chefs, like comedians are a strange, strange animal. I'm now realizing that humor is... Uh, is used as a means to deflect uh what the real problem is going inside. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until I started hanging out at the cellar regularly. And this is the time period where like I started working for uh Schumer. She kinda showed me the ropes. And the thing was is it was at the very beginning of her slow rise. Yeah. And by that point she was just doing you know, her comedy central specials and the show wasn't even thought about. Then once the show started to develop and then, you know, I would ask her like obsessively, like, OK, so do you feel a pressure now? Do you feel like you have to bring everyone with you? Do you feel as though like, you know?
8: Yeah. And she
3: kind of to... has.
8: I'm amazed. that It's she... ridiculous I'm how many people she puts on her show We're a... in the comedy scene.
3: She's she's like a more organized Allen Iverson. <laughs> oh wow! That's how is no, she? How is Amy
8: Schumer like a more organized Allen Iverson?
3: Because okay, as a Philadelphian and as a season ticket holder to the Sixers, um, you know, especially during the period of Allen Iverson, yeah. I've never seen someone like literally carry the weight of his family behind oh, his back. Oh yeah, yeah. It'd be cousins and like he would have cousins in the third tier. Uh, extended friends in the second tier, wow. family members in the first tier. like, And that's when I learned, like, oh, no. I I never want to be the person that has to... Like, you can't take them all with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you either are going to have the, the, the crew, the posse that you have to take care of, or you roll by yourself. Now, I personally chose to... Rolled by myself To the chagrin Of a lot of people In my life Yeah So it's It's you know Damned if you do Damned if you don't But You know I I I can't figure out How Like at the comedy cellar At least Can you explain What the What that environment Is like there
8: When I started At the cellar It was in like 2002 And it It actually was I think much Even tougher then Like it was like Colin Quinn It was around the time Tough crowd with Colin Quinn was on Comedy Central, so oh, wow. it was like Colin Quinn and Nick DiPaolo Greg Giraldo and Patrice, who was like, Jesus. Oh, you, you oh, know, master. Patrice. Yes. I mean, Patrice like, O'Neil? Patrice O'Neill is you know one of the greats, and like, just I mean, those guys were tough on each other. Like Patrice could make you want to crawl under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> no he used to Or how he addressed you or just how he would just go big head leah (laughs) 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 you got the biggest head (laughs) and that that literally he would do that for a half hour he was a he was a mean guy but but yeah no so there's a lot of like survival and and people going at each other and uh i was i mean I, i never thrived in that environment i mean i I I still play there. I love the cellar, but like I I never you know I never got into that culture. So I'm seeing I'm
3: I'm noticing in at least the New York comedy world, there's three avenues you can choose, uh, kind of above. Uh, 23rd Street, like sort of like to Midtown Manhattan. Um, I don't know if like what you would call that area, but that's where like more mainstream comedy is, and okay. I don't know if people necessarily aspire to be there. I would think that those that kind of thrive at that particular strip could also play Vegas, yeah, and like kind of retire Car- like there. Caroline's, I, New I don't York. know what you would call like a David Brenner type or that yeah, sort yeah, of thing, sure. but but then over in Brooklyn, yeah, um, I'm discovering like Littlefield the Union Hall, alternative comedy Bell house, yeah, kind of the the snobby millennials, yeah,
8: and then there's the, that's what I like, but it's. I like performing there, but it's just like performing for your friends. Well, so you like don't doing stand up. There, there's no,
5: there's no challenge. No, no it, challenge to good. it
8: at all. It's it's like people like minded people, and that's why I like the cellar's great because it's like a lot of tourists. It's people from all over the place. It's just like it's it's actually hard to kill at the cellar. Really, yeah, it's pretty hard. Unless you're really, I mean, like if you're Schumer or you're Aziz, like you're famous and people are psyched that you're there.
3: People. So you think people come there to to sort of stargaze and I
8: think that's yeah. There's a lot of just that. hoping for that night that Louis. Yeah, or Rock is up. there or Louis there. Yeah.
3: Does that uh, also does that make for a bad set for you? Like, has someone ever just butted in line? Like, oh, Eddie Murphy wants to do a set, and then like you have to go on afterwards. Or
8: I remember I was on stage once. For two minutes, and I got the light, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I, looked over, I look over, I look over, and it's Robin Williams. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, when Patch
5: Adams want to get on that shit, uh, is yeah. yeah, we got Ms. Dot coming up. You gotta just cut that shit short.
8: I was so mad, though. I was good, you know, I was 25 or whatever, and just had an attitude. I thought I was better than I was. I was like, "Fuck." Fuck Fuck Robin Williams. Who's that?
5: You know, Walked off. One of the things with your movie, man, um, another movie that I kind of saw a parallel to, I don't know if you saw it, uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It very much reminded me of that, just in the sense of you have a a person where you just realize, what do you do with the realization that it's just not going to happen? And you just have those characters that's just like, look, dude, I know you thought you were that guy, but you're not that fucking guy. Um, Have you ever felt, like that. I mean first I think you're a very and funny. Why guy, did but, you yeah.
3: make yourself that character? <laughs> yeah, right,
8: yeah, for real.
3: Nah, for real.
5: Because no, in no. my
8: head,
3: I thought
5: you were gonna be the, the chosen
8: one. I thought no and I I my buddy, you know Yorma Tacone. Yeah, yeah he's a buddy who wrote for SNL for a lot of years and he gave notes on the script and he's a friend of mine and he he was like you gotta play Jack and I was like you gotta play Keegan's character and I was like no, no, I'm not talented enough to play Keegan. <laughs> like, you don't understand. Like, you need somebody who is so good that they're undeniable. And on the screen, you're like, when you're watching, you're like, oh, it's got to be him mm-hmm. because that's the guy who would get it. Because Keegan would have gotten it. Had he not gone to Mad TV, he got asked to do Mad TV before SNL. Wow! So then, which is good for his life, because then that's where he met Jordan Peele, and mm-hmm. they made one of the greatest sketch comedy shows of all time, I think. But We're talking about Keegan Michael Key, yeah, Keegan Michael Key. But uh, but yeah, so that's why I played Miles, which is the bitter guy. Which is uh, I don't, I'm not like Miles, but I also. I'm pretty good at wearing bitterness. Uh, You're petty. It's, I just—I don't know if I'm petty. Pe- I don't know if I'm petty, but like when I do it, people believe it. People like, so yeah, we're petty, right. all right. Yeah, yeah. This is the Petty Hour we're on Questlove
3: Supreme we're on Pandora. Petty for the world. Yeah, <laughs> we're here with uh, Mike Barbiglia. Is pettiness
5: a positive character trait? I don't think so man. I no, think that no. I realize
3: it's wrong it's but not. I own it can it. be fun in I wear proud. Doses, I wear but. proud
5: like like a
3: like a scarlet letter that I'm happy about. But
8: you're like, such a son of a bitch if you're petty because there's so many people who are jealous of you. And so <laughs> That's real. <laughs> nah, straight up. It, it is. Up. Are you straight kidding up. me? No, I want to be like Questlove the point. When I go point. Up. Everybody
5: everybody I think petty. it's relative. The grass is greener on the other yeah. side. Yeah, I mean cause, and that was the thing I I like watching the movie. I didn't want to say I mean, I think we could pretty much tell people what happened. I mean, we won't, I wouldn't do it, but it's still, I think we wouldn't be spoiling anything because the way the story is told, it's, I mean, to me, the, the magic was in the way you told the story, not necessarily in just the details Thanks. themselves. You know what I mean? But the thing is, if
3: we're too self aware of what character we are, like it's Sex in the City. Then I feel like <laughs> I'm I feel like I feel like we're
5: all Miles. Then, <laughs> but, the thing is like, but man, it's been different <laughs> parts. I, it was, I, I feel was, like
7: I've been that guy. Yeah. I've been every person right. at different points in, in my career. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've been the, I've been every character in that movie. Yeah. That's how Y'all I feel. Y'all are so yeah. lucky. I
0: can't wait to be Jack. Like I was watching that movie. Like I know everybody struggled, but Jack. My
7: my Jack moments may have not been weekend live moments, but they have. But they've been moments where you definitely won more so
5: than other motherfuckers. Right. 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 Yeah. So yeah.
3: Well, can yeah. I get personal with your situation, yeah, Tay? We can go in. There's <laughs> uh, no cut
5: card over here, baby.
3: Let's go. All right. Well, I'm just saying that. <laughs> Who, whose character
5: did you relate to? Um, I could relate to all of them. When you watched the film, did you see your own group in this situation? Absolutely. Okay. Um, there were definitely moments, and not necessarily in the group um, between me, Pooh, and Ninth. Um, you know, for, you know, just to give some backstory, I was in a group called Little Brother.
4: Uh, a
3: very influential group that kind of, you know, a lot of today's mega, you know, mega winners in the hip hop game always referred to as like one of their favorite groups. Definitely one of my favorite groups. Like, yeah, that's why he's here, because we love the shit out of Little Brother yeah. when he came out.
5: And so, thank you, man. And so, uh, the group was me, uh, I was an MC, my partner, Big Pooh. And I produced a ninth wonder who, um, you know, went on to produce like major artists Jay Z, Beyonce. Uh, I mean, just you know, do it. This really big records. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when me and Pooh first started, we had the conversation that listen, if you study hip hop, you know, the producer always goes on to do more, mm. and you want that to happen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you know your man is talented. You want him to go on and go and do and, and go forth. So between me and him, it was cool. When when Knife got the Jay-Z look, we came up here to baseline, met Jay-Z. I mean, that was surreal. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember being in the dorm with that dude. Wait, him. you
3: came up to baseline?
5: Yeah, yeah. Because we, we mixed the Mr. Show on baseline. Wow. We met, okay. and we, like, that one day we met Jay. He was just there, and uh, he played us Threats uh, from the Black album. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, man, so... I, For me to see that journey of me and Knife being in the dorm together and him looking at, like, you know, the source and us, him looking at, you know, Executive Bruce by DJ Premier and him saying, like, yo, man, one day I'm going to have that executive producer knife wonder like, that's going to be me. To see him go from that to, you know, Jay-Z, that was amazing to me. And I wasn't, I couldn't have been happier for him. Um, Where the disconnect was was in a lot of people in our camp that, Really felt like we left them behind, you know what I'm saying, and felt that okay, well, the knife, if you did it with Jay, why didn't you do it for me and this person, this person, this person, this person? And it's kind of like what you were saying, you know, you can't save everybody. And so, for me, my moment where I kind of felt that Jack moment was then when Menstrual Show, when we got, you know, four and a half mics in the source at the time the source was still kind of right no four know, and a half mics is a four and a half mics yeah yeah you know you got four and a half mics and so which was the perfect 5 was what you could get but right. it was a really reputable rating so that was my i guess my jack moment where i had my uh the girl that Ma- left oh, the sam samantha samantha she's the one that didn't go to the yeah, audition right she's ride. the gillian, gillian. yeah she's gillian okay where i had my gillian moment and not necessarily a self sabotage moment but just where you know the scene where she was like Yo, I'm good in the world. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, yeah. That was kind of when Drake happened because that was when everybody was like, yo, Tay, you, Drake is the dude that you influence. He big. Drake was big me up. Oh, Fonte's my favorite rapper and all this so shit. And it was just like people were like, yo, man, you could come and you could do him and you need to come for Drake. He stole your style in this. And I was just oh. like, dude, listen. Oh, they want you to come for him? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Dude. Oh, I thought.
3: See, ah, I, I know battling <laughs> no, I know battling is a thing in hip hop, but I'm always like, why well, that's can't petty. Be, that, that would that, be fucking. I petty thought fight. like right. it was a
5: thing of like work with Drake. Well Not, yeah, it was it was work with Drake. It started as like work with Drake, but then there's always that small cadre of people that are like, nah, you need to come and we want you to, you know, we want you to do it because you could be the man. And so my thing was just like, look, man, kind of like with that character, yeah. I'm good where I am. If I'm my whole theory is like, look, if you're gonna pull a coup and try to throw over the government, right? Okay, if you're gonna repl- throw that dude out, then the government that you put in place needs to be as good or better than the government you outdid. Or else, right. the people gonna come for your fucking head next. You know what I'm saying? Right. So my thing is like, look, dude, I'm not gonna quote unquote come for uh uh you know Drake or whoever because I'm not gonna serve his audience the way that he is. I'm not about to hop on 511 goddamn remixes with the hot drug dealer nigga of the moment and <laughs> fucking that. do this and do the auto like. And I'm not knocking that, but. I ain't finna do that shit, man. At thirty six years old, nigga, you serious?
3: <laughs> I, had no, I <laughs> really had no clue. I saw this <laughs> thinking, I'm like, maybe you do a record like Kanye did a record with y'all. So yeah, I yeah, we thought- did a
5: record like way back. Yeah, I mean, and we may do one in the future. I don't know. Well, you already
7: did a record with Drake.
5: We did it. We had back in the day. We did a record with him. Like that would be back in the. I guess it'd be for your movie. It would be the equivalent of. We the did sleep improv, <laughs> right? To sleep, right. right? But then once the the shit really popped, we didn't, you know, do nothing like oh, okay. that. Post oranges, the new black, Burbiglia, <laughs> big pimping, Burbiglia. Didn't did, did he? He was he, new phone. Who this?
6: You know, <laughs> <laughs> new phone. Who this?
5: New phone. Oh, 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 what's good, man? My fault. <laughs> so so now nah, that was my moment, man. I I, I it really hit a core with me. So. For me, I'm just in a place where, as many with, with I really related to that character uh, Gillian, because I think she and I want to ask you about that man. Because yeah. to me, I didn't see it as sabotage by her not going. What I talk, I would again. I looked at it as a person knowing their own limitations mm-hmm. and just knowing, like you know what, I know I could do this, but if I do this, I'm gonna fuck it up. So let me just not like I don't have it in me to do this. That was that was my interpretation of it. Or she just didn't want it.
0: She didn't want it. Yeah. I think she. Didn't she just want. didn't want it. She didn't. Yeah. She felt like it was a sellout moment. She stepped out like she was like compromising something. I'm good that she on this lily it. pad. I'm like I'm good
5: on this yeah. lily pad. I'm really straight.
0: I know you don't like it's,
5: that. No, but I'm saying it's selling out real. Well, I don't think selling out is real now. I don't think it's no more. I don't think it exists. Oh, uh, if y'all could just see.
3: <laughs> if, no, no, wait, wait, wait,
5: wait, wait! Because <laughs> right now <laughs> we're on radio, so
3: no one can see. I've never collectively seen. I've never collectively seen like all these teeth look at me like, ah! <laughs> all right. scratching their head. It, co-
7: is selling out real?
8: I think it
3: is. Yeah, I think. It, I, th- I, th- I think it is. I'll let Mike I speak I think
7: on it, it is, but I, I don't think it. I mean, back in the '80s and the '90s, when you know, no sellout was this whole big thing it was, real. Yeah, when that whole thing was around, it was it was it was a different kind of situation because. I don't even know why I'm talking because I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs>
5: nah, no, 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 the opportunities I, weren't there. Yeah, the opportunities weren't there. It's like LL, there. like LL. He would say like, you know, back in the day, we would say, "Yo, fuck doing the movies and fuck doing this," because we never thought it was possible to. But us. then
7: Crush Groove happened.
5: Exactly, and then he on in the house. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's in the house, which wow. wasn't okay, selling right. out. Is, that wasn't all selling right, out. Look, no nah, I don't wow. think that was selling out either. Mm-hmm. But let's let's take a cat like Miles Davis, who
3: has constantly made a career out of uh building a house and burning it down. Okay. I mean, he he's totally defined what jazz music is at least four or five times, which is impossible. Like some people are lucky to change music once, mm-hmm. let alone five times. Um but then there was a point where uh when I was reading his book and just studying like a lot of his uh uh late sixties, mid seventies performances where he, you know, turned his back to the audience and, you know, he had this sort of uh wishy washy uh kind of middle finger attitude towards his his audience. And initially, of course, growing up I thought, Oh man, that's cool. Like, you know <laughs> like, you know, he stands for something, he stands for principles. But there's a period where I just started reading so many Psychology books and whatever, and then I realized, like, uh, you're scared of rejection, so it's like, I'm, a I'm gonna rege- diss
5: me before you can diss yeah,
3: me. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna reject you first before you. It's reject It's like Eight me. Mile,
5: the fucking bunny rabbit shit. Like, yeah, yeah, and
3: I don't, I don't, I think that that the idea of I'm not saying that integrity is not real, but if we were really artists artiste, mm-hmm. with the E at the end, or, you know, slash mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we were all, we'd all be performing free on the streets. Like, all of us in yeah. this room are business people, whether we admit it or not. Oh, well, absolutely. you to eat yeah. to perform, you so eat, you yeah. gotta
0: eat to be able to get the energy to perform. Right. So, therefore, so
3: I, I think that, I don't know, I just, I don't believe in selling out. I'm not using that as an excuse, like, okay, well, whoever has the next big check, right, right, right. I'm there for it. Like I, okay. No, I, 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 I guess I can say no, this. No, no, I turned you. down I, the biggest check of my life, like two weeks ago, because I didn't believe in mm-hmm. what I was being paid to Well, Trump, I guess that's the. I you, guess you
5: got to, get, to understand the difference, right? It's like there's yes, it, it's there's Trump the difference between selling out and simple. cashing <laughs> in. You know what I mean? Ah. It's like I'm not selling out. I'm cashing in. So it's like <laughs> I, to me. Cashing in is like, look. If I'm quest love or if I'm unpaid bill, if I got, <laughs> if y'all motherfuckers is willing to give me a check to do what it is I already do, yeah, that I love doing. That's
8: a great way of putting yeah, it. You yeah. know, cashing what I'm saying cashing in versus yeah, it's like I'm getting things. paid for what the fuck I do. But yeah, if you, if, I, if, you know what
7: I mean. But if you ask me to change up the way I do, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. for instance,
5: for instance, for example, like, like, right. like Premier, like me and you know mm-hmm. Premier, we were talking DJ Premier, um, legendary DJ, one half Gangsta, all that. He had an opportunity. He was telling me he had an opportunity to do the Grammys with Janet. This is back in the nineties. Yeah, 90s.
3: yeah uh, together again. Yeah,
5: yeah she yeah. He had the, he had the chance to perform on it with her, but they wanted him to act like he was oh, DJing. Panama. It wasn't live. They wanted him to pull a Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, exactly. They wanted him to be fucking lip DJing and shit. So, so she wanted the a,
3: credibility factor.
5: Yeah, she wanted credibility, but he was like. It, but she wanted you know I mean it's pop so everything is synchronized to the minute right. and he was trying to tell her like look I can do it live this is what I do I'm not gonna fuck up and she was just like look I can't leave it a chance so he was walked away from the gig so to me like cashing, I wouldn't have done that I would have did it because <laughs> it's like you would have behind
0: the drums yeah. you
3: could do that I'd do it now uh oh Okay. I've done Soul Train. I've done.
5: What won't you do? But I think, but I think with you, man, is
3: <laughs> uh, uh, to, to to that have
5: Lai E on next week's
6: show. <laughs> <laughs> but I think your cred. I think
5: with you, man, you like 20, 30 years in the game, so your cred is solidified. See, but that's
3: that's overthinking the situation, and that's the number one thing that self saboteurs do. They overthink. If you knew the amount of hours. I've I've wound up in the hospital myself mm-hmm. trying to take care of other saboteurs. <laughs> no, I'm no not not bullshitting you. The amount of talking them off the ledge. Off the ledge, yeah. I say I my number one quote for if there was some sort of like tally of all Amir quotes for the year, I'm certain that dude, you're overthinking it. I have to say that so many times to people. Just to get them down to 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 the first floor again, because once they get inside their head, it's no escape. Because yeah. the thing is, okay, let's let's take Primo situation. Now, who would be the judge and the jury that would say, "Oh, oh my, yo, Bill, check it. Premier is not DJing live." But again, man, I, I'm I, with you. I've done that. But the, this I, is '93, dude. I know like Bill this is. It. Like no, this is <laughs> he worked. He he did that Janet remix. Uh, ninety seven. Yeah, ninety seven. Was it ninety seven? Was, it 97, was it together.
7: 97, 98,
5: Yeah, right. Was it together? No, 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 no. This is before. This, I don't want. I don't want to be historical. Well, Whatever. This was, is like. This is like. Even 90s, this okay, is, the earlier. The earlier okay. Janet. The even more. I would
3: have been like, oh, finally, like, we made it. Like, I would have cheered that one of us got in. You know, not like, oh, he. He, he's selling out because he's not plugged in. Like it's it's overthinking he pro- it.
0: Produced the record, so he already made it.
3: But no, no. Even, I'm just saying that whatever the situation, if he produced it, or didn't produce it, or whatever. Yeah. The whole the whole point of it was that she wanted. I'm mean, like, okay, she was drinking from his milkshake. She wanted some of that street cred, and I drink your milkshake. Yeah, I, I, I just, have a straw. It goes. Wait. Yo, wait side note, I drink it up Side note Shake your milkshake I cannot wait I cannot wait till Bun B is a guest on this oh. show So I can see these two out Criterion Collection each other Of, 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 of movie trivia um, Yeah, I, I think that's Overthinking it And a lot of our Our, our artists Our artists um they kind of just
5: they but you gotta have a line though i mean i think like because everyone I mean, has I, a code I yeah guess. you gotta have a code man and so my thing is just like again cashing out versus cashing in versus selling out to me it's only a sellout move if you do something that is against your principles you know what i'm saying that's against your core principles whatever they may be you know what i'm saying so you know i i will not betray my heart to quote you know, a, a famous, singer. our, our we may great have brother. Heard of. You know what I mean? Made this damn room. <laughs> oh, well, there it is.
0: All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb.
8: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
6: No purchase necessary. BGW.
0: Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: It's Questlove Supreme on Pandora, and we're here with our guest comedian Mike Birbiglia uh, talking about his latest movie, Don't Think Twice. It's an amazing movie, by the way.
8: Can I say the tweet that Fante has? Uh, like. Yes. <laughs> Go in. Sorry. So right
3: now, my, Mike has discovered Fante's. Welcome, <laughs> Can Mike. Can you just read
5: like 20 of his
8: tweets? Yeah, I, a lot
5: of it is promo because I'm promoting my
3: record. So, I don't know. No,
8: but doing. I like this is promo, but I like it. Uh, my sophomore <laughs> solo album, No News is Good News, will drop at the top of 2017. My workload this year is too hectic, and I want to get it right. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. He's, like, leveling with his fans, and he's, like, being on. I don't know. It's, like, it's anti-promotional because you're actually opening up and being, like... I'm just a person. I'm trying my best.
5: Yeah, I gotta keep it real with him. You want to get in front of it? Just that go shit. down a few tweets, Mike. <laughs> 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 just, 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 just scroll, baby. No, scroll. I've been, I've been I've been chilling lately. I've been you know, if you'd have caught
8: me like 0-9, 010, took and I was
5: really going hard. Oh man, I'm a changed man. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus.
8: Who who's like the who's like the Samantha? Who's the Gillians character? In music, who's who's like the greatest but never
6: exploded oh, Jesus wide? Christ. Now he I, did this.
3: Ah oh man, you gonna make me call? Uh, uh, all right, just just go to my <laughs> go to my discogs page. <laughs> just go to my discogs yeah. page, and let's just assume that no, uh, let's pick a number. Maybe ninety-nine point forty-four percent. Yeah, of anyone I've ever worked with. I'll say this, with the exception of Jay-Z, Jay-Z was probably one of the rare cats that, like, it was a pleasure to work with him. That's why I worked with him. Not because, like, I saw, like, oh, a payday, or finally, like, a way out of this crab barrel. You know, it's it's just that, you know, a, the, the amount of times I've had to Jedi mind trick someone like... uh Say I'm working on a song with somebody, and I feel as though you know a particular like the one is where this particular thing is like battling over where the one is is like oh, wow. one of my main arguments with people. So it's to the point where I'll just naturally go to another count or whatever, just what? so that they'll con, you know they'll contrarian by nature will just go to the opposite place until they which do is it.
5: where you want them to be anyway. Exactly. Wow. Exactly.
0: Where the one at? With me. Okay. That, I'm, 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 I don't, when the and crash. I don't really want
3: to hear the my, my, my theory is that if the crash symbol and the kick go at the same time, that's that's the beginning of the sentence. Okay. Yeah, all right. Now, here's the thing, though. I feel like we kind of Tarantino'd you uh, in this situation. <laughs> I kind of wanted to build up to yeah. <laughs> this yeah. movie, but it was so powerful.
5: That yeah. No, man, seriously. We all had to I, talk about it. Yeah, great
3: I kind of want to work backwards because okay. even... Mm-hmm before uh uh don't think twice sleep walk with me yeah uh when I saw it even then I thought like oh man this is also my life story like because you never at least with hip-hop especially after 1997 uh and music in general uh there's th- this dividing line between the winners and the losers where winners are celebrated and the losers are forgotten about or never celebrated to me, it was always good to see the working man, the blue-collar, yeah, working man, and you know, in that film, you drive yourself.
8: Yeah, I drive my mom's station wagon around the to country. these far-off oh, gigs. Wow.
3: Do you tell us all the process of driving to your own gigs? Uh, the especially tell me about the comedy uh, condo.
8: Yeah, I can tell you. I stayed in a lot so of comedy. So every condos. comedian <laughs> stays in the comedy <laughs> condo. Yeah, so the comedy condo usually means you'll have a comedy club in a town and like Nashville, Tennessee and let's say and like Zany's Comedy Club. I'm not making up that name. <laughs> uh that's a real club in Nashville. It's pretty good. It's a really good club actually. And uh and then the owner will be like, well, it's less expensive, if you can even imagine this. <laughs> it's less expensive to buy a condo, to have all the comedians stay in that condo, than it would be to put them up in hotels. So there would be the club, and then there would be, like, the comedy condo, and it's, like, it's always terrible. It's always, like, the Tell most, me some war stories, man. No, just, like, y- you just end up in, I don't know, like it, it, like... Sheets are horrible or yeah, you, you know, it's like, yeah. The sheet... And
3: is it you by yourself or like no,
8: you're with like two other comics usually. So you're with like the, the you know feature actor, the in the MC and then, uh, yeah. I mean, some of them, you know, some of them you don't, I don't know. Like I, what happened was is I was working the door at the DC improv when I was in college. That's sort of how I, I broke in. And I, the first guy I ever opened for was Chappelle. Actually, okay,
3: and so it's really true that he was fourteen, fifteen. yeah,
8: so he was he was headlining that club. I was nineteen he was like 23 twenty four half baked was about to come out okay mm-hmm. what was fascinating about meeting Chappelle when he was that young is that he was and I I learned this trick from him because I yeah. I do it now like people. Come up to me now, and they're like, "Hey, I know you from blah blah blah." And I'm like, "I have a movie out right now. It's called Don't Think Twice. It's down the street, blah blah." Because I remember saying to Dave Chappelle, "Like, how do you come up stand up? How do you do this? How do you do this?" And he was like, he would give, me, he gave me advice, and then he would be like, "My movie Half Baked's coming out in four <laughs> weeks, and it's at the E Street Theater down the street. Get all your friends to go." Like, there is, you know, Chappelle is like, he's like Sam in the movie, but he's like Jack also. Like, if you think about it, he's got both of those in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got in, insane amounts of integrity, but he also. Made he a fuckload of money. <laughs> he does. He makes yeah. a fuckload of money. He's a real businessman. No?
6: Mm-mm. You're just
8: going to shake your head? Yeah, right. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> no? I won't say Sam and I won't
3: say Jack. Okay, oh, you who, think who? he's Miles? He thinks I won't. Miles. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. You're right, Sam. He's like <laughs> Sam, right? He's definitely Sam.
8: He is Sam because he walked away from all that money, at Comedy Central. Yes. But he is like Jack in the sense that he's ambitious. He's an ambitious person. You don't write like nineteen hours of stand up and not be an ambitious person. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, it just uh, I don't again, it's the voices. I, I wish the world knew. Like I I was one of those guys that like and I don't... Lately, I've been on this kick like on social media about how important meditation is. Yeah. And, I mean, the only thing I could logically say is that, you know, if you look at Russell Simmons uh, in the 80s looking like a 50-year-old, but see him now in the early... The post-yoga. The early aughts. Yeah. Still looking like he might be 49, 50. Yeah. And he's approaching the 60s like i wish everyone really knew the addiction and the magic of what meditation is yeah. and how it can really truly save your life you know uh, there's a group of people in my life that overthink a lot of things and um kind of you know it's a it's I think it's just the fear of failure or the fear of fumbling in public, you know. And I know we live in a, a, a kind of a social media world and whatever, in which everything is documented, and no one wants to, you know, uh, try the process in front of the the world watching them. But I just feel as as though crucial the way that the way that it was explained to me in a way that I truly understood how meditation works is, of course, uh, they used a MacBook Pro analogy, which they said, okay, so whenever you get the rainbow wheel that you hate and you have like 95 gajillion windows open on Safari, you know, what's the thing you do? And you're like, well, you either force quit or you reset. And breathing literally, deep breathing literally slows your mind down and it closes all those windows. And you make better decisions in life with a clear head, like where I am right now, my life uh, with spe- literally with fourteen. I mean, Boss Bill will tell you what a nightmare I am. <laughs> I can watch uh-huh. for that too, uh-huh. Steve. Yeah, Steve can <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, he yeah. probably knows more, better than this. I do. Is why a thing called Team of mirror exists because logical thinking is is out the window with me because I'm busy trying to figure out like. <laughs> You know, which Wu-Tang song is going to go with which David <laughs> Byrne song at next month's show. Like, in, like that's the stuff I'm thinking about. So it's, I don't know what two plus two equals. Like, there's some information that I'm going to lose. And there's some information I'll retain and, and use. But I'm just saying that I I really think that meditation is the answer. But I know it just sounds so cosmic and weird and the way that your eyebrows are looking at me like i don't know if you're full of shit or not I mean, no I no mean, i'm totally I mean,
0: agreeing i just know it's also oh, that's your natural face that's to... my natural face and it's also like it takes sometimes to get to a certain age to get to that point but you're totally right and i know i don't say that to you often
2: but can i ask you a question <laughs> can i ask you a question about that because we were talking yes. before about about being a businessman versus selling out whatever i feel like you, you you are saying that you are thinking about what song is next and whatever but you're also a very like in tune business person. So it's not like you're completely vacated the other part of this because you don't, you're not just like in your creative um, world where you have no. You're like,
3: I'm not at all. Look, the, the, the further, the furthest I go with business, at least my business thought is to make sure that I generate enough business so that my mama don't move into my house. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> hey, Miss Jackie. Uh so wait, that. Mike, can we start no, yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't uh kidding when I said that we were Tarantinoing this. No, no. So
8: I so want to start with your comic so when beginnings. I, so like. when I started out, I was working the door at the comedy D C improv and I was opening for guys, like I said, Chappelle and like Brian Regan, Mitch Hedberg, David Tell, guys who come in there.
3: You knew Mitch Hedberg?
8: Yeah.
5: Wow. What
3: I was heard. he like, man?
8: Mitch was like, a, how do you come
3: up with so many, just one, you,
8: how? You know what he said? He said uh a thing that I think is really wise, which is he thinks that people undervalue daydreaming. Mm. You know, like, just just sitting there. Just, like, thinking, writing stuff down. That's the best yeah. thing
3: I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah.
8: yeah a, lot, a lot of times I'd, I'd see Mitch somewhere, like, I'd... I I remember opening for him once in Dayton, Ohio. That's how I met him. And then like years later, I I ran into him like in Montreal at a festival and he was just like lying backstage before the show, listening to music and his, with his headphones and he's just like lying on his back. And everybody else is like networking, talking to each other. And he was just like daydreaming. Like that's what he was all about. So people would be like, where does his thoughts come from? He's just always kind of lost in his thoughts. And he'd write down you know, he'd write down everything. Wow.
3: I've never heard of a person that uh does these nonsensical just or just these random
8: He was unbelievable.
3: All over the place uh, you know, these these thoughts. So literally uh, he would just write down just
8: Oh yeah, he had just like his wife Lynn has just no piles and piles of notebooks and uh one of one of the things that isn't even uh, in one of his jokes is in his notebook. It says, do you believe in gosh? Really? <laughs> wow. And so they did like a posthumous album of his stuff and they called it, do you believe in gosh?
3: Uh, yeah. I oh. Isn't that great? Where is that notebook now? She has she all has of it?
8: that up in the, ca- they had a cabin in the woods and I think Big Bear. And uh, that's where they lived. And And yeah, she has all that stuff. It's pretty amazing i when I met Mitch and Lynn, it was Dayton, Ohio. It was at Joker's Comedy Club, which doesn't exist anymore, and I was trying to like socialize with them, and I mean, I didn't know anybody. I was like, "Hey, do you guys want to go bowling?" <laughs> uh, it' the dumbest thing. We were next to a bowling alley, and they were like, all right, and uh and I was terrible I'm nervous, I'm like with my idol, like I really idolized Mitch I so you know, knew
3: him by that point.
8: I was just a fan of him, okay, and then I was opening for him. It was like the most surreal thing in my life. And then I was just terrible. I was rolling like ones and zeros. And he said the funniest thing. He goes, "I thought when you suggested that we go bowling that you would be good at bowling." (laughs) (laughs) So, so you working
3: in DC? That was your introduction to comedy. That was it. That was it. I mean, you weren't like the class clown at the age of ten, or
8: I really wasn't. I was. I was always sort of like. I always felt out of place. I always felt like when I, when I would say the things that I was thinking about, people would just be like, Oh, that's, that's, that's weird. I, you know? And, uh, yeah. And and then, but I always, I always thought I was funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was one of those things where like, I, I think I'm very funny and, and they don't get it and that kind of thing. And then at a certain point, I got on stage in college, and and uh, and it started to click. And in Sleepwalk with Me, I have that joke where I say I'm. My, my girlfriend's starting to get the age where she's thinking about having kids, which is exciting because we're going to have to break up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't want to have kids until I'm sure that nothing else good can happen in my life. And that was like the that's first so, time. That's the real. Oh. that's, hey, no, that's real as fuck. That that it, it is first, real uh, as fuck. That's real. real. <laughs> that was like the first time I made a joke on stage. And it's in Sleepwalk With Me, it's like this as a plot point. But like, it was the first time where I said something was true mm-hmm. and it was a joke at the same time.
5: But that's comedy, is I mean, right, you know, and that's, that's ended up being sort of what yeah. I what
8: I do. But like so, that was the first time. Before that, I was like making jokes about Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> but and, it then, was, and, then, and then, and when I started making jokes about myself, it was better.
3: But uh, yeah. I'll say that your particular brand of comedy, um, especially at the time where I really became aware of you, you don't see many uh, comedians on Broadway. Yeah. And so initially, I was trying to figure out. Well, okay, did you? at least cut your teeth in Midtown. I was trying to figure out which side of the fence you were on. Were you alternative Brooklyn? Were you the varsity letter of the seller? Or were you pre-Hacksville I, of, of Midtown or Uptown? I but, had
8: I dipped my toe in all of those three worlds and the road. Can you please all three? Yeah, mm. I mean, I think ultimately you have to... I mean, it's a complex question, but you just have to be you, and it has to... You have to get good enough that what you're doing can kind of work anywhere okay
3: so the joke has to work with the alt crowd yeah with the i'm smarter than you college crowd of the village yeah. and the the hack the drunk hacks that might uh,
8: yeah although they're the hardest of course i mean that's why like I've, so i've never i early on i would always get these gigs in jersey because nobody wanted to do them Right. Nobody wanted to work in Jersey. Sorry, Jersey. But uh, <laughs> no,
3: I was going to ask you now. I I know Chris Rock's uh, regiment, and he chooses Jersey. Yeah, because it's hard, right? And yeah, he he listed like four like before he starts an HBO special, whatever. Uh, he told me the five clubs that he chooses, like some place down south. Yeah, place where only old people go. And oh. He's like, if I can survive the scrutiny in the heart, like, so what is your exercise process of, okay. of- so
8: yeah. mine'll be like, I go to the cellar. I, I go to the, I go to the, to Brooklyn rooms to just like feel confident to feel like, Oh, this work, this, do they this embrace you now. or
3: do they look like,
8: eh, you might be a suit. You might be, no, in Brooklyn, they, in Brooklyn, they like me cause they know I live in Brooklyn. Right. I, I, have a lot you know there's a lot of local references or whatever but um and then and then i go to the cellar or i go on the road to comedy clubs like i'll go to charlie goodnight's in raleigh or you know Zanies in nashville or that kind of thing because ultimately you want it to work everywhere because you want it to be human you know I'll, the the bottom line of everything is like like hearing you guys talk about don't think twice and you're like i'm miles or i'm jack or whatever that's like gold for me for for me that's like the biggest compliment. When you and I were texting last night and you're like, this person in my life is like Lindsay, this person's like this, it's like, oh my God, it fucking worked. Like I can't believe it. It's working. Because mm-hmm. you want it to be so human that people just see themselves in it. And that's what takes forever. With stand up, that's what it takes forever it takes years of with material, you know, to get it to that point. What takes it so long? Why
5: does it take so long to find that in stand up?
8: I just think because you you have to do this thing of simultaneously having people see themselves in it. And laugh, mm. and laughter is just like you either get a, something gets a laugh or it doesn't. Yeah. How does so how
2: does do, the stand up process versus the movie screenplay process differ?
8: Well, for me, it's similar because i I write a lot with the screenplay, and then I would have friends over like this, like literally like like ten of us in a room just sitting around. We'd read the screenplay, and I would get and I would ask people for notes at, afterwards. And so I did that about 10 times with a movie. Wow. And then. Uh, Wait, so
3: you focus groups like with 10 people in the room? Yeah. Isn't that the hardest thing in the world?
8: It's It was really painful. <laughs> because afterwards you get assaulted with notes and people are just like, you know, Ira Glass, who's my producer, ended up being my producer, was just like, early on was just like, Mike, this, like, it's just not a movie. Like it just doesn't work. And I was like, wow. no, it does. And he was like, I was like, it's like it's like the big chill set in the world of an improv theater, and he was like, well, the, the characters have to be more different from each other because at that point the characters were too similar and the conflicts weren't there, and yeah, but but yeah, I mean, everything I do is sort of, I I I, I work I put in front of people.
5: How long did it take? What uh, like from screenplay to shooting? How long did it take to do? It took what? about a
8: year and a half. Oh wow! Of writing it, wow. I was in the middle of writing another film called My Girlfriend's Boyfriend, which is an adaptation of one of my shows. Wait,
3: you're going to make that?
8: I might, I might. Based on the sketch? Um, Wait, yeah. Was that yeah, yeah. real? Yeah, it's true. True story. That's not real. Yeah, it's true story. The high school one? Yeah. Yeah. You can Jeez. play that You can play that track. know right I, no, I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't have, so I don't have to repeat it. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, my, I was trying girl, to figure out. So, so the gist, for- the gist of it, I'll tell you the gist of it, is that when I was in high school... I went out with this girl and she was like, uh, and I was, I was like really into her. And then she was like, I have another boyfriend, but it's kind of ending and that kind of thing. This is going to be fine. And then she invites me (laughs) to meet her parents and I go and I was like, Oh, this is going to be my big moment. I drive to her parents' house and we're hanging out. And then this other guy comes over and I'm realizing slowly (laughs) that it's her other boyfriend. Oh, wow. And like, it's going okay. Does he know you're? You know, I no. I don't think so. I think he just thought I was a friend. In retrospect, wow. I don't know for sure. But like, and and Ouch. and is so... that real? That ain't real at all. <laughs> like <laughs> if
3: that <laughs> was us, like yeah, because be like, like who's
5: this like, motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. Why is there another dick in the room? <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Out of left.
8: I, is that happy or no? No, uh, That... Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean, to name oh, names. no, that's from that's Abby's the character's name in Sleepwalk with Me, oh. which is not her real name in real life. <laughs> okay, you know? okay, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, no, that was this girl in high school, and I was, man, I yeah, I was just really hung up on her, and I I wanted to believe it was gonna work.
3: Was well, she the Led Zeppelin slow dance? Yeah. chick?
8: No, no, that's different. That's different.
3: I yeah, for some reason, like I've I've. You've jumbled my love I've life. I've jumbled your love <laughs> life. And they're my all the same life? woman. Oh, God. But so if if comedy, I don't know if, if if that's a cliche like comedy being time and tragedy.
8: Yeah. The other day, I the other day I tweeted comedy is tragedy plus fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so that, how do you make
3: a joke of of you having insomnia and
8: oh yeah that I mean that was weird you really fell out the window yeah that's a true story oh, so Jesus. Wow. but you guys do you guys know the story I have a sleep disorder where yes. I where I sleepwalk and I jumped out a second story window <sighs> at yeah I was on the road this is like probably ten years ago now. I was at La Quinta Inn in Walla Walla, Washington. <laughs> Got all La <the> Quinta. <laughs> yeah, I was at La Quinta Inn. And uh, wow. and I had a dream that there was a guided missile headed towards my room. And I was like, I jumped out of bed. I was like, there's military personnel in my dream there. And I was like, what's the plan? <laughs> and they said, uh, the missile coordinates are set on you. And so I decided in my dream, as it turns out, it was my in my life as well, to jump out the window so as to detonate outside the window for the sake of the platoon. So oh, I jumped shit. through the window like the Hulk. And uh, and I landed on the front lawn. I got up, and I kept running. And I'm slowly realizing I'm on the front lawn of La Quinta-In in <laughs> Walla Walla, Walla no, Washington, no. in my underwear, <laughs> bleeding. I was like, oh, No. But I swear to God, I was relieved in that moment that I hadn't been hit by the missile. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that would have been a disaster. <laughs> wow. And so, yeah, it ended up being sort of the the baseline of what what my whole. I, it was a one person show off Broadway, and then it ended up being the, my first movie. That's but yeah, and to, in response to what you're saying, like, how how am I comfortable talking about that? For a while, I wasn't. Like, for a while, I was like. Okay, I'm going to say this. And you, then people who's are the first think, person you told? Oh, that's a good question. Well, first person I told was my wife who at the time was my girlfriend and I called, you know, I called her in the middle of the night and I was just like, "Hey, <laughs> you're not
6: going to believe this. You're not going to believe this." From the hospital, right? Uh,
8: or? No, I from it was weirdly from the from the front desk <laughs> of La Quinta. of Lucky Tan. <laughs> died, man. In Walla Walla, Washington. No, and I was bleeding and everything and uh you no, know, I called her and I was like, "Hey, this is what happened." And I called my parents and and I went to the doc. I went to the hospital. I went to check myself in the emergency. I was like, "I'm the Hulk. I'm the Hulk. I'm the Hulk." <laughs> so they were like, "No, you're you're Bruce Banner." I was a like, point taking nerd, and uh, and uh, yeah, no. So it it was yeah, it was it was a really weird thing to tell people, and I didn't really actually. It's funny you should say that. We were talking about Hedberg. Hedberg was one of the first people I told. It was. Uh, it was at Caroline's we, it was like a couple months later, and it was L- mitch Heberg and, and Lynn chakra were there and i and I just told him what had happened and he you know he has he you know he had a lot of demons obviously and mm-hmm. uh he had a you know he had a lot of issues and i think you know I think he understood it in some way like I think that there was a there was a it was the closest I ever felt to mitch was when I explained to him that I jumped through a second third window.
3: So it wasn't like, yo, the crazy shit just happened to me last night.
8: <laughs> no, I mean, I was really fucked up from it because, I mean, I still am to this day. Like, I'm still when I go to, be, you know, when I go to bed at night, I sleep in a sleeping bag. I'm not making this up. Wow. Uh-huh. I take medication. I sleep in a sleeping bag. I was getting sad. And I, for a while there, I was wearing mittens so I couldn't open the sleeping bag.
6: Wow. Oh my
5: god. Yeah, and it's, so so there's any is it nothing like that that can. I guess cure is what does There's the no cure. There's wow. no
8: cure. yes. Yeah. I mean, you can take medication. I take, I take clonopin, but, but, and I go to my sleep, my sleep doctor. But it's uh, no, there's no cure. There's never. I'm gonna have to live with this for the rest of my life.
3: Wait, am I being intrusive if I ask when's the last time you sleep walked?
8: No, you can ask. It, it's probably like, it, it happens a handful of times a year. So like six times a year or so, I'll have an incident. Like, I remember a few years ago, it was like New Year's Eve, and I did all the things that trigger it. Like, I was eating red meat, and I was drinking, and I was doing... Mm-hmm. I was sleep-deprived. We were out to like, 5 a.m. And and then I, I had a dream that there was a... This is a kind of abstract, but that there was a... It was like an alien was in my throat. And when I woke up, I was trying to gorge myself in the bathroom. I was trying to like rip like something out of my throat that's when i woke up and i and i had i was and i i'd lost my voice for the next couple days or at least the next day or so wow yeah it's 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 not that's creepy yeah no it's tough i mean it's it's definitely like one of those things where that's my you know we all have our thing and it's like that's my thing i mean that it's pretty embarrassing for me but i kind of broke through the like uncomfortability of discussing it and now i'm like yeah that's just what i that's what you, i am
5: but you say like you do know at least kind of what'll trigger it so is there
8: yeah i mean you you know there's this great book if anyone has a sleep dis- or if anyone has bad sleep or whatever there's this great book called the promise of sleep mm-hmm. and you know they basically say a few hours before bed turn off your phone turn off the internet uh don't eat big meals you know like that kind of thing don't watch tv news and of course, like that's oh all God. I do. I violate all the those. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, wow. no. And so that's you know you try not to do that stuff. But so it has to
3: be totally silent.
8: That's yeah. And that's the, that's the hope. Yeah. Sometimes I listen to like med- meditation podcasts and things like that.
0: But what about like when you have a wild night with your wife, like and she just puts you to sleep? What do you do? Like, do you a- no, automatically? That's, she, she'll... Well, that's us.
8: That's <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. She'll she'll like she'll like uh, a lot of times. She'll be, she'll like wake me up and be like, Hey, oh. you should take your pill and that kind and she'll stick me in my sleeping bag. <laughs> she literally said, My wife calls it my pod. She'll be like, She got, she, she calls me, she calls me Mo. My name's Mike, uh, not, Jim, not Jim, but uh, she'll go, Mo, She'll go, Mo, she'll go, Mo, it's time to get in your pod, and she'll stick me in. It's, yeah, it's,
3: uh, wow, that's wow. crazy.
0: So if she wants some, she got to unzip you. Unzip me.
8: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I don't Zip see you know how, unzip. why it's embarrassing. I don't, it's, <laughs> that's fascinating. Man. I don't know yeah, why, you'd, why yeah. you'd be embarrassed by that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really? The, not the sleeping bag part. That's embarrassing. Just the sleep, <laughs> the, the, the sleep, the sleep disorder. Disorder. Yeah.
8: It's just one of those things where I thought that people would think I was crazy. You know, people would think like, oh, this guy's just... Not all there. I mean, it's the kind of thing that in the 1800s they'd put you in a hospital and they'd throw away the key. You know what I mean? Like it's if you jumped. Think about that. Another era. You jump through a second-story window. Yeah, that puts you in your sleep. Yeah. yeah. I'm amazed that you survived that. This guy's crazy. Amir, I'm a phenomenal athlete. (laughs) 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 Look at me. People, I mean, people aren't looking at me at home, so you can Google image me. It's and you're see. B I R
7: B I G L I A. B I R B I G L I A. You are a
3: Google nightmare. I didn't realize the R was the third letter of your last name. So for the longest, I was looking up Babiglia. Oh, God. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it was, it was, wow. it was, it took me time.
0: All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? uh," Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
2: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Step into
4: the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now,
3: you want to get mixed up in the family business.
4: Introducing The Godfather at CiampaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
6: No purchase necessary.
0: VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
3: This is uh, Questlove Supreme on Pandora here uh, with the crew. So, Mike, what is is your... uh, Okay, I hate to ask this question. Uh because I also asked uh Lynn Manuel this question yeah. as well. <laughs> and he kinda rolled his eyes in the air, <laughs> slightly irked. <laughs> um but have you started working on your next project? I only if 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 this becomes so gargantuan that it becomes a burden that you know you could run the risk of writer's block or whatever. So are you immediately pushing for the next project? I
8: have like five well, I've like th- like three or four movie ideas that are kicking around in my head right now, mm. and I like to kind of let them fight with each other. Like like I don't I don't rush to write one of them. I just let them kind of play around in my head, and then if one of them feels strong enough, then then that's when I'm going to write it. But in the meantime, I'm just trying to live, you know, and you know, be a I I have a 15-month-old daughter and wow. I'm just trying to hang Goodness. out with my wife and my daughter and Congrats. Live, thanks. Just trying to live a bit, you know. It, I feel like I've been, I've been kind of hustling for like fifteen years, sixteen years, and I'm trying to like. spend You're trying to take a break now. Yeah, it's
0: an awesome looking hustle though. But wait, according to your IMDb page. <laughs> I'm just saying.
3: Well, it's weird only because like I feel like ah, you're about to ride to such a arrival place. Like now's not the time to. Not but to I think take a he's. Break.
5: I think he, well. Because I had a conversation about this with... Uh, unpaid Bill. Unpaid Bill. Uh, Craig uh, Bays, Carter. Carter. Uh, my, uh, homie Carter, who's one of the writers from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Me and him were talking early, and we had a, a conversation that was almost exactly what you're saying, Mike, in the sense that once you get to this point in your career, I think in age rather, particularly when you have a kid, yeah, you work smarter, not harder. Yeah, I think what that's I mean? what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you got to kind of re. You know what I'm saying? Like, the days of me staying up all night and just working, you know, 12, 16, 18 hours straight in the studio, it's like, dude, fuck that.
8: Yeah, I can't do that anymore. I'm the same exact way. Mm hmm I work
5: and then I'm going to bed, because it's like, I got to be at carpool at 3.30 tomorrow, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... Fuck It this should still be here when I you may look so confused, like, <laughs> yeah. I, he, like you know, what is this, this kind of Amir what, no is this idea. Not <laughs> what, what is this McDonald's? But,
0: Mike, are you cool with that? Like, are you cool with where you are right now? I think, I mean, it's kind of dope to look, like I said, look at your IMD page and see that you've been in train wreck. You got orange and new black, you got your own projects. Are you cool with that, or do you want to be like you know, recognizable on the streets and everybody? No, right?
8: no, it, it's weird. I, I I, I am cool with it. I, I, I when I when I was in, the, part of the reason I feel like I was able to write the movie was in my twenties, I feel like I wanted this one type of success. And it's like what me and all my buddies wanted the same fucking thing. Like we wanna like write for Conan or SNL or this or that or whatever. And then you get to be your thirties and you start to be like, No, 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 that that's not what success is. Success is like any number of things on a spectrum and that it's personal to you. And so I'm just starting to understand, like, no, no, I, I'm my own thing. And I don't need to be, like you're saying, like recognizing the street and all that kind of stuff, which I think in my 20s I craved. So, partly because I was single. Well, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: in your head, in your, in, the twi- in, in your 20s, writing for Conan would have been the penultimate? It would
8: have, yeah. It would have been the ultimate thing. And But do you think it's more of an insatiable thing? Because
3: I've had that thing where it's just like, yo, man. I just get one Grammy That's, that's all I want That's yeah, all I want yeah. And then it happens And then you're like Alright all right. If we could just come home With like Five thousand yeah, dollars <laughs> That's all I want Wait If I lived a life Where like I could just get Four pairs of Nikes yeah. Every month <laughs> That's all I want And then it was like Okay a five
8: bedroom house And I swear to
3: God th- No more That's all I want Well
8: the craziest thing I think is It just like, never stops Well I find that That's what I like about New York City is it's less like that than Los Angeles. I think, in my opinion, when you go to Los Angeles, I feel like you see a lot of people who they got into it for the right reasons and then they start to take money gigs just because they're around and, you know, there's there's money all around in Hollywood. And I feel like my goal is just to continue. Like, I think Don't Think Twice is better than Sleepwalk With Me. I hope my third movie is better than my second movie. I hope I can make about 10 in my life, and then that'll be it for me. You know what I mean? Like, that's real. That's, that's, real a, that's all I want to do. That's so real. you
3: see an end game. you see a, oh, I can walk away from this?
8: Yeah, I, I think about 10 movies. To get back to Tarantino, I mean, Tarantino's <laughs> yeah. like, that's what he says. I, that's what he I says. Yeah. Is like, yeah, I mean, even to on a hip-hop, right, you know,
5: Hank Shockley, who is the main producer of Public Enemy, yeah. I'm, I'm talking for the people. No, 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 no. I'm still. No, no, no. I wasn't correcting you. Man, I'm, I I'm still getting over the chill of stopping. Wasn't it? Well, hit, to that point, Hank Shockley always said that bands, after three records, they need to just be like, "Fuck it." He oh. and, and, and I mean, and and to be fair, if you look at a lot of bands, like their first three, not that they didn't make anything great after that, but I mean, look at Public Enemy. Look at Outcast. Look at. See, but the thing is, tribe. we didn't start I mean, popping to our fourth record. Well, y'all didn't start popping. Popping is yeah, relative. Popping is different. Y'all yeah. didn't pop into y'all fourth. And again, y'all were one of the ones, like, I mean, I bought all y'all records. But even still, y'all got the opportunity to make that record. Y'all came along at a time where, you know, well, in y'all particular situation, you were given that space to get to record three, four, five. Whereas now, you know what I'm right. saying, uh, you know, Particularly black artists, you're not getting that many chances at bat without a home run. Ooh, it's just stopping. I,
0: Joy means wait, different wait, things
3: Never stopping. Stop no, no, stop no. no all thing. right, this, <laughs> this is from if right. this from a dude that took his first vacation recently and to not work for five days. It wasn't killing me as bad as I. You know, didn't think it was going to kill me. Like, because normally when I tried to do that, okay, I'm not going to work today, whatever. And I just feel like, like something's happening. Someone's getting the advantage. That
5: you know, do you do you want kids and a wife? Like, do you want to be married with kids? Yeah, at some point, I want. <laughs> but now nah, that changes things, dude. I think you will relate to a lot of what, like, what Mike is. Like, just kids, it just. That it it, it changes everything, man. Your priorities. If you have a conscious,
3: if you have a conscious, it it changes things. I know some ambitious people that put their family second. I can see that. I don't think that I could do that, but I'm also a person that doesn't say. Why I'd never do that You won't do exactly. that because you
0: waited this long. those other people started early and they don't appreciate it you'll appreciate it more. I'm sorry just no that no that that that's matter.
5: that's a bad point I mean because right now I mean I have my boy you know, I'm from the South we you know we start early. So, you know, it was, you know. <laughs> no, nah, nah, seriously, for real. I mean, my boys are 15 and 10. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, Fante. Yeah, yeah no, nah, we started. We, I mean, it's the country. What the fuck else are we going to do with, you know? Cook wow. out and not pull out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just what you do. But, um, did you but just, nah. Did but you what, boy, coin, like, just, a freight? Wait, stop.
2: I, I, I <laughs> you, just, you did. Did you just coin, like, a... I don't even know what the fuck kind of phrase, like,
7: like really? I, I guess does so, that count man. as an
2: idiom or I don't I, know? I,
7: I'm writing it down. I
2: just came. We just pull out. We just out just, or just we, it, You know what? Pull out. Mike should tweet that.
8: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you mean to end my career? <laughs>
5: <laughs> but no, nah, man. I hear what you're saying, though, Mike. I mean, I think you know, particularly when you get to that, because it's not from what I heard you say. It's like it sound like therapy and shit. Now, what I heard you say. It's not that it's necessarily stopping. I think it's just necessarily just getting to that point where you realize, like, okay, I've done. Once you get to the point where you realize I've expressed myself to the on the highest level that I can, whether it's a movie, whether it's a radio show, whether it's a part, whatever. If I've done that on the highest level, right, then I, which leads
3: back to our earlier conversation, okay, of listening to those voices in your head. Now, what what I'm just saying is, if you think that there is a limit, like, okay, now lot, logistically speaking, now, if we're talking to a uh, 20-year-old uh, Amir Thompson busking on the corners of South Street in Philadelphia, now, if someone came up to me and said, check it, all right, like, it's my version of Jacob Marley that okay. says, you know, okay, now here's the deal. You're 20 now, and, you know, I'm actively in hip-hop. Now, usually, quote, it's supposed to go down at right, least right. in, <laughs> right. like, two years. That's when you get your, your moment in time. Yeah. Now, if that voice told me, you're going to get your moment, and whatever, quote, your moment is, is, is relative. I don't mean, like, you know, just, right. no, I got you. Pour champagne on people or whatever. But if someone would have told me that 25 years from now, when you're 45, it's going to be on and popping. but till then, it's going to be the slowest, mm-hmm. most torturous ride of your life. Like, do you, think, so do too, you think Biggie would have stuck around? Like, if someone told Biggie, all right, all right, uh, Christopher Wallace at 19... It's just not really going to happen for you till you're like 43. Mm -hmm. Do you think
5: he would have been like. I don't think he maybe he would have stuck around. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, but that's like it for everybody, though, I think. I mean, if you really look at it, you know, in terms of. But that's the thing. I I can kind of back it up with science a little bit, pseudo whatever. Mm -hmm. But there was an article I read a while back. They talk about why, how creative people, why most of their creative peaks happen in like your late. 30s you know i'm saying like your late 30s early 40s that's really what you get to your money making years and it's something to do with that's when both sides of your brain kind of learn to talk to each other so it's like you learned how to merge the creative and the business and you kind of what you're saying you kind of get out of your head a little more but you understand how to make those two sides coexist so that's why people have their creative breakthroughs so, I mean, so for someone like Mike, I mean, you know, you were just the comedy seller guy. I mean, like, did you ever think, like, man, I'm going to make a fucking movie? I mean, was that,
8: you know. I you always were... thought that it was going to happen faster, like Amir saying. Mm-hmm. I always thought, like, when I was, like, 22, I was like, I'll make my first movie at 24. <laughs> 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 and then, no, it's like when I was 32. It's like, no, it's like literally 10 years longer than I thought it was going to be.
3: Okay, now I'm just saying that, and you're. 38 now. No, no, what well, I didn't mean. Uh. Apostrophe R-E. I meant in your <laughs> in your eight movie plan. Yeah. In your eight movie plan. Ten movie plan. Eight more movies. Or, okay. Yeah. In your ten movie plan, what if movie number seven becomes your piece of resistance? What if you win? Like
8: Star Wars. Or some, yeah, you yeah, just drop you the mic and leave, you mean?
3: Well, no, I'm just saying that. What if it enables you to start an empire?
8: Oh, I see what you're saying. Like like Apatow or something. Where like it yeah, like, I, like I I had like, like a forty you're year an old Apatow forty year woman. old virgin kind of thing. I'm, and then all of a sudden I could branch out and make Berbiglia films that put I'm, their stamp on a bunch of different I'm films positive
3: that, that Larry Sanders era Apatow didn't even think that he would be
5: the comedy go to god he is right now.
8: No, I don't think so he probably. Didn't. But it
5: ta- I think it takes that time though, man, because you got to think about it. Like you now as you saying that 22-year-old guy, right? I think sometimes we have to grow into as a artist, you have to give yourself times, Give yourself space to grow into that so you're ready for it. So, if you were that guy at 22 beating on buckets and they gave you the Tonight Show, you would have probably would have fucked it up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you weren't ready for that at that Nobody's time. Nobody's ready for no that. No one at that is age. ready for that. Like I mean, you you don't have no there's, your your brain is not even fully formed to, like, calculate risk and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even... Well, you're not was, ready for it. I it's never de- I never desired the show. Mm.
3: It wasn't the dream, like, where, like, Doc Severson's on the wall, like, one day, man. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm gonna <laughs> be that dude. But, like, I take it as it comes. But if I were... When I was 38, uh, okay, uh, 2009... I have no shame in my sageness and in my elder statesman, whatever. I might get a little irked if, you know, a millennial calls me OG, but.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Sir.
3: Are you an OG yet? I'm certainly an OG. No, but I mean, has like, someone oh, like yeah, Cuddy. I mean- Called you OG yet? Oh
5: yeah, like I've been called OG. Yo, what up, OG? I used to listen to you in middle school.
8: Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I get that. that now. Really? I get people. I keep on my show saying I listened to you in middle school. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. When but you're thirty, they don't call you OG. Nobody calls me. Nobody would ever call me did. OG think, in <laughs> any context. Let me keep retweeting you. <laughs> you, <laughs> you will get an
3: OG. Just wait a week. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm just saying that. In 2008, 2009, I, you know, I I don't know. I just feel like to say what your plans are, I, I feel like that's desire, not plan. Because if you do become an Apatow or have an opportunity to become or be greater than that, to become Spielberg or greater, I would think that you, that might, be a Sam zone that you're in. If you walk away for it for any other reason, then you absolutely must bond with your kids. But even then, like Spielberg has kids and a family and that sort yeah. of thing,
8: and is able to juggle it. So I'm saying that I don't know if you see, but I relate most to Sam in the movie. Hmm. Like I, when I look at Sam, I'm like, oh, that's what that's what I, I wish I was. Wow. I wish I was someone who had complete integrity, mm. and didn't care about all that.
5: i trying I, to bring them to your side. I it's didn't not see. Work. I didn't see her. I didn't see it at well. Again, I didn't see it as integrity. Like she was just nah, beef. so she was scared. Yeah, I
1: thought she chickened
5: out. Discard. At first, she, out. she
0: was scared, but then when she broke it down, she was not scared. She explained that I really don't want to do that. I really don't want to be that. I don't want to be on that I'm show. I'm good on this lily pad. I'm, like,
7: I'm good. I, hey. still, I still think there might have been some fear in there. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, when no, she first. No, but I'm talking about when she. You think? I, yeah, I still think it's she all might have fear. Been
0: fear of yeah, well, fear of maybe getting to that point where you think you might be selling out.
5: Okay, so one another scene that that um, that 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 Sam reminded me of. So where is the line, right? So Louis, you know, I don't know if you watched Louis. I do. The, the scene where Louis is in his uh it's in like season 4 where he goes to his agent. He has the he has the opportunity to host Letterman. the show, the host letter. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. his agent just sits him down and is like, "Look, dude, this is what it is. You make $80,000 a year. You're a stand-up comic, you know, the shit is not going to get any better than this. If you were if you were waiting for that moment, this is that Moment right here, and if you don't take it, you're done forever. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Just kind of just that, you know, that nut up or shut up kind of moment, right? And so he (laughs) unpaid bill just got really excited. time I was keeping a list. Anytime, anytime comes out of your you come mouth, with like, the same.
2: Like, <laughs> it just.
4: Oh my God! <laughs> yep.
2: I thought it was put up or shut up. Where I come from is that's what it is. But nah. we're from different places, <laughs> like just like a little. He's, He's like, watched
3: Houston five like hundred a,
5: 500 a lot was, of times. There was two roads, and You took that one, and I, I took that one. Yeah, I got it. The paths diverge, but um, but nah. So where is that as an artist for you, Mike? Like so, where where is that moment because you could say again where i'm just trying to understand how can you we say that a person is sabotaging when again it just may be a thing where you just say look i know my limitations you know what i'm saying and
8: well it's just uh, it's just what you i think you ultimately have to do what you love and not what you like hmm. so it's like people say to me now like oh the next movie you'll make will be with a studio it'll be like Universal or Paramount or whatever and I'm like I don't really like those movies mm-hmm. I don't really like big movies I love small movies like I love movies like Don't think Twice and mm-hmm. uh, you know Captain Fantastic's a good one that's out right now and tickled like there's a, like indie small indie films There's like what I love so you had like, an
5: absolute
3: final say on this film
8: yeah I had final cut wow. I had final cut on my first one. I I just want to in all my all my one person shows the same thing has Hollywood come a knocking? Yeah, they call. Okay. New phone? By
3: who I
6: was going to say. By the is. way,
3: congrats! Like I'm I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with any not aggregates, but just any sort of rating system. And you know, when I first saw that 99 Rotten Tomato thing, I just thought like, oh. Okay, one person reviewed it and then that was the average. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized like, yo, this is like and across the board. This is probably the highest rated uh movie that has at least a minimum of 20 major reviews to it. Like everyone's
8: just Yeah, I, I've been I mean, I don't know what the humble thing to say is here. <laughs> <laughs> people like people have been digging it. Like I've been really lucky. I've, yeah. I I've like, been this,
3: like This 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 is the equivalent of this is really the equivalent of, like, if I got to put in perspective of Illmatic getting five
5: mics. Yeah, nah. For this real. is
3: the Illmatic five mic moment where, you know, like, critics are really, truly getting it. For those that don't understand the reference.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's cause illmatic. Because I feel like, from Zyphra- Latin meaning Illmatic. <laughs> Did your mom and all her friends write all those Rotten Tomato reviews? man? <laughs> <laughs> No, okay, so uh, for hip hop heads, uh,
3: Nas is illmatic and the extremely glowing review that uh, I guess we can reveal that Minya O. Minya O. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Info uh, was, quote, shorty. Oh. You didn't know this? No. Yeah, she wrote that review. Yeah. Uh,
0: I didn't even know she was Minya O. Oh, I didn't know Miss Info. Okay, thank you. Okay. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, back when M- Mi was at the Source magazine. Back when that was our the pitchfork. Bible. It was, yeah. That was our pitchfork. That was our Rolling Stone. And there was a good six year stretch of it being absolutely the credible last word on what was quality hip hop or not. And um, then
5: Mad Men got Mad Men got four and a half and it was just like this- <laughs> Then G. dev got four and a half. Yeah, it was just like. Fuck then it. little
3: Kim got four. No, and a half. No, no, no. Lil' she got, Kim she got, got five.
5: five. Lil' Kim got five. She got five. She got Damn. five. First on... album? No. No wow. uh, It was
7: is the
3: one where she. The notorious one. Kim. No, it no, wasn't that one. It was it the one was... after that. Oh, the naked truth?
5: Yeah. Was oh, it The naked
6: truth? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Because that was. Oh crap! Oh, well. because the dude was like her. Uh, what was it? Her. Wait, was that my the one songs with... on there? Hey, well deserves you played on
3: lighters up?
6: Yeah. Oh, what? I, Light you, us Up was a tipping
3: point track, and then Scott gave it to... Ah. Uh, oh, all right, do you wow. remember the... All right, now we're falling down rabbit hole. <laughs> do you remember the Senior Love Daddy shout-out moment, Do the Right Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love radio. Uh-huh. Senior Love Daddy. When he names all those groups, well, like, I was watching that and made a beat from that with Scott, and we were going to take it, and then next thing I know... Little, even here in the beginning like you hear my drumsticks and all yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah that was a roots track wow, wow. but wow. now it's a five mic classic thank you <laughs> hey don't no, don't take the source add that to your resume yeah but no I, I'm just saying that uh, when Nas's Illmatic got reviewed that was it was well it was a game changing moment in hip hop and I guess it wound up being a burden to Nas at the end
5: <sighs> yeah <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> It, no, it really, it really did. It, it, it
3: became a burden, and so uh, you know, I mean, to get a ninety, I think getting a ninety nine is better than getting a hundred.
6: <laughs> no, I think I <laughs> think. <Yeah. laughs>
8: well, there was one. Yeah, there's one negative one from the Washington Post, and I he even tweeted about it because Seth Rogen tweeted, like I agree with all the critics. I agree, like I agree with all the critics about don't think twice or whatever. And then that motherfucker tweeted and I won't even say his name. It's like, not all the critics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> petty. And I was like, no, I'm not... I'm. That I'm was not, Petty. God. Yeah, it's that Petty. Was, oh. and that's that's and a, was, Tom Petty. I was like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to write... I'm that's, not
7: going to that, dignify That's like her. me putting in my two cents on the new Frank Ocean album.
6: Oh, oh, you. oh!
7: But I feel like you're the kind of person that lives
3: to just... <laughs> oh, totally. Bill Bill's the... This is the weird thing, though, because I don't feel that Boss Bill is the guy that genuinely feels that he needs to knock down your Jenga game. Right, right. (laughs) But just part of him that just has to Charlie Brown kick your Jenga game. I'll
6: I'll,
7: I'll let you play Jenga if if it looks like you guys know what you're doing. But if you don't know what you're doing, I'm going to knock that shit down and let somebody else play. All right. Did you... All right, more rabbit hole falling. Did I'm you I am
8: loving the Jenga metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I don't is the Jenga more metaphor out of respect for the Jenga in the movie? Yes. Okay, good. I love it. I'm just saying that
3: if like you but part of you knew that
7: you didn't want to like it in the first place. No, it's not I I didn't go into it not Your wanting to like it. Your voice got so high.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
7: I didn't, I didn't go into it knowing that I didn't want to like it. It's I knew what to expect and I knew. So even knowing what to express. Sadly, sadly knowing what to Well, it's yeah. like, I knew what to expect and I didn't want to like, just, you know, go off the cuff and say, oh, it's trash and I didn't even listen to it. I needed to get confirmation and I got confirmation. So.
6: <laughs>
5: Frank Ocean this is co- trash. It's confirmed. But right? I don't <laughs> think, <gasps>
3: you know, we don't use no, words here. Coach I, Coach I, Coach I, mean. I still say that you have to live with something uh, yeah. for about,
7: Three months before you really, three months. No, not Declare really. Yeah, it's, no yeah yeah I don't know no. yeah it's like it's this. like I could listen to Jesus and know that I never needed to listen to it again, but you see, I had to change my heart about Jesus yeah, you had to go to a loud ass stadium to right. hear it where I, I believe Bob Power, who was our guest when you told this story, said that if you play anything at a loud volume, it automatically sounds better, so I mean come on <laughs> yeah or in a strip club. Like that was how So I mean If if you're listening to Jesus At at, at, a loud volume At Madison Square Garden It's gonna sound like It's gonna sound amazing Because everything sounds amazing
5: Send It Up was the only one That stuck for me on that album Like Send It Up I cut for Like that one was like Okay I'll fuck with Send It Up and black skinhead is like great montage, Navy Seal training music. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like that's cool. But like, you know what I'm saying. But other than that, I mean, ever you know. since
0: they played it at the engagement party, it messed me up. So
4: who's,
5: like, who's
0: engagement party? At Kim and Kanye's engagement party at the stadium. What? Jaden and them were dancing in the background. at black skinhead. It was like, what are we doing?
5: Who? <laughs>
0: Jaden <laughs> and Jayden's Kylie. Suit? Yes.
5: Wow. What? I, I miss this.
0: It was at the San Francisco Stadium. They, you, didn't oh, you watch
3: <laughs> Keeping Up with the Kardashians.
5: Oh
8: shit! Oh no, there <laughs> she's it telling is. on herself. You gotta you gotta look on Black Twitter more
3: often.
5: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that wasn't in my. I missed that too. Oh weird. my god! No, it
3: was a I'm not. Episode. I'm not. All right, I'm not even going to leave you out there like you. Twice a year, you know, like when sometimes you have to fondle your battery, your your remote control. Hey, yo, what you were I doing, doing with roll your, roll your roll finger, roll. I, I was ready. I don't
0: know what you were doing with this your finger. Everyone,
4: ahead, did, everyone <laughs> yeah. did the same thing. <laughs> I was like, thing. whoa, got to follow this.
3: What? What's going to happen hot, When your remote control batteries haven't been changed in a second. <laughs> oh, you got to roll them around. You got to roll them. You right. got to fondle them. Right. Right. Okay, right, The Furious Styles
5: joint.
3: Right, the Furious. I was doing the Michael
2: Jackson... Oh,
5: God. Man, ah, stop, God. man. God. Stop. No, keep doing it. Don't make keep that doing, doing
2: it. Movement. Don't do it make that <laughs> movement. Do it some more. Do it some For more. Do it some more. For those no. listening at home, you don't want to see what's happening. <laughs> For those
0: ladies listening, you do want to see what you're doing. <laughs> do it some more.
3: Okay, oh, so I'll maybe once or twice or three times a year, you know, the TV will be stuck on the E! Channel, and I'll fall into a Kardashian rabbit hole. And Of course you have. About nine of those episodes will just run, and I can't stop watching it.
0: Every but, man in here has watched it at least
3: I've once. I have not I've seen it on television. Not Y'all, lying Y'all
6: lying.
8: Mike, speak
0: on it, Mike, because you're quiet. Mike. Speak on it, Mike. Speak on it. Um, have you
8: watched it? I've watched about half an episode of a Kardashian show uh, once. Did and you then you thought... I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't get into it. No, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't follow it. <laughs> it's so... What's the, plot the twists are just unbelievable, I mean, right, Mike? <laughs> you
4: couldn't keep up. Well, I
8: I was confused because I... Well, I it's turned just, it on just because Kanye was on it Oh at no! All.
4: Wait, he bad. he is on
8: it? Yeah. He show up from time to time. I thought he no, wasn't he's allowed, allowed to on be there on there
0: more it. now. I thought oh, he oh, wasn't yeah, allowed Sorry, Bill. We totally went in a rabbit hole.
8: But then I was like, if he's not on it more, I'm not going to watch this <laughs> because I don't know what the rest of them do. Uh, nothing. nothing. Like, what do they nothing. do? Like, why are they? Why is it a show? Pictures. I
3: think we're jealous that they're able to monetize...
0: Black women's features. I don't, think, features. I don't, I don't want jealousy. to monetize
3: my
7: I don't life like jealousy. that. It's just annoying. That's how, that's how like, I feel. That's a
8: good yeah. example. I think. Of, I think it's a sellout venture.
0: Well, yeah, they, but they sell out on purpose. They never had like a you know. They, keep there was real. never any integrity oh, right. no, you're to begin right, with.
8: You're right, yeah. You're yeah.
5: Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think that Kris Jenner was at the murder trial of her boo <laughs> that her ex-husband was defending while sitting defending her side dude while with <laughs> the new dude? Like, that's fucking. Do y'all understand That's what? like the boyfriend. Look at Mike. Right?
2: Aaron, so
7: confused. To, Mike and Amir are confused. Don't That's know. like
2: the boyfriend that came to Mike's girlfriend's house, and then Mike came there too. And those two boyfriends of the same. So
4: yeah, yeah. Without the just... murder. <laughs> <laughs> Without the one element of murder.
7: How do we get to this? We just
3: fell down rabbit holes. <laughs> I was trying to explain ilmatic. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
7: And we ended up at a guy. Which then led dad, to right? little
3: Kim. Which then led to. <laughs>
7: So let's go back to Ilmatic, I guess.
3: Yeah. So you got ninety nine in uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Congratulations. And Thank you. Congratulations, Mike. That was
8: that was awesome. No, but I feel I feel like I feel lucky. I feel luckier about like us sitting around talking about it and how it relates to our lives than I feel about reviewers. I feel like because that's that's all when you're making music or you're making a movie, or whatever it is. All you want is for people to go, "Oh, that's like my life," and that's you know that's all you want so I just, I that's all that I feel very lucky okay you know they don't all work can we know? go can bottom
3: I... line let's go bottom line yeah across the room desires like are we really truly
5: honest let's get to the real. with like what
3: wow. we want out of life now, Steve Steve I, Mandel sugar Steve what dude. is it that you want out of life to be Honestly, what do you want?
4: <laughs> you go to him first on that shit? Because
3: <laughs> I know it's going to be hilarious. Pass. <laughs>
1: oh, damn. <laughs> can't even I got to think about
3: it. I mean, but I think there's I'll an inspire. instinct in all of us that truly knows what we want.
1: I mean, in what regard, though? Like personal relationships or professional? No, just in
0: general. In Come on, Steve. Like What's at what point? General-
3: what, at what point are we like
5: i'm good i'm satisfied I, i'm gonna stop i don't
9: th-
6: See, i, I do think that know, ever happens i don't think
5: it,
9: mm-hmm.
6: i don't no think
5: you ever stop yeah, no one's stopping yeah yeah i don't think you ever stop i think you just can reach a point of stop complacency yeah right you stop chasing it's like the the bill withers thing where he's like you know if you're going through when you're when you're going through life if you're on your way to excellent right at some point you're going to get the pretty good. And once you get the pretty good, look around because that may be as far as you're going to go. Mm. So it's just kind of like, I don't think no one ever stops, but you have to think at some point. Like right now, if my life doesn't go past just being able to talk shit with Questlove, and two Jews. Um,
6: <laughs>
5: and, 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 you know, I have my, my Jewish brothers, you know what I'm saying? Like, like in a room, an electric lady, just be able to talk <laughs> shit with my homies and have like Wait, has anyone's head
3: exploded in the room behind no. me <laughs> as we sit there. No. Okay, go
5: ahead. Okay, okay we still on. He's not red anymore. He's not red anymore. <laughs> no, but I'm saying if, if my life doesn't go past this point, it's like, yo, I'm good. I get to make a living fucking with people I really, you know, love and respect and shit like what
1: else i got my answer okay so <laughs> inspired the, the elvis album the uh, the we did an album with elvis costello all right ah. years ago. so you're just you're content i mean when your achievements sur- surpass your dreams mm. then all right
3: so you got to produce your idol so you don't feel like now like okay next record yeah no, there's more he's gonna do he's gonna do another
1: song that I wrote the lyrics for so it gets oh, it gets bigger, and bigger oh Steve what? Steve, yeah. Steve Strasse. Strasse. you only got one clap but <laughs> come on girl Strasse. Oh, Strasse. But, you know
3: start girl what
1: but that's all balanced with you know you gotta keep the family situation harmonious and you know keep the regular work job going and if all those things are cool then you know you're cool I think so
3: all right.
0: How about your sugar being right? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: my God. Can we just let one episode without diabetes being mentioned, please? No. Sorry. Man. Bill. Yeah. What oh. do you want out of life besides getting laid? <laughs>
2: Which ain't going to happen. That's it. I'm done. It's going to happen, man. I'm, it's going to happen. I'm, I'm, thank you. We we not talk about that. Uh, I, I feel like we've all been working so hard to get to a place where we can plateau. Not like plateau in a negative sense, but in like... You worked so hard to get to this place where you can do what you want. And I think that that's that was always my my desire was like I I did not intend to get involved in any of the things I'm involved in. It was yes. Okay, but uh, if you fulfill your ghetto <laughs> fuck EGOT.
3: <laughs> We're not doing EGOT no right, more. Oh. If you get your O, if you get ghetto, your oh, you yeah.
2: then will you be like I did it that's it. I think I'd like to get the O so that we could stop talking about it more than <laughs> more than actually getting it. The O you,
8: meaning the Oscar, Oscar in the
3: in. He's the an egot Grammy. Oh, he's Emmy, almost an egot. Tony. Not in the you're female
8: sense of the Grammy Tony. And you he's, he's waiting, waiting. An Oscar. No. You don't yeah. have an Oscar. No.
2: That sounds Aww. like the most pretentious bullshit I've ever seen. I don't have Oscar. Uh, Mike, uh, <laughs> it is I don't, have an Oscar. I don't have an Oscar. You
8: don't have an Oscar.
0: You have an Oscar. You know how
8: You know how many great films don't have Oscars? How many? fuckload so many yeah <laughs> all of them all Yeah, I. man like so right now after i feel like
3: i'm being superficial for nah. desires nah,
0: no man you know i don't think you so. are what you all are right, now you just had to a, voice me
6: i want he, a boat <laughs> <laughs> I,
8: I i think well for, i don't know i mean there's this a, angela duckworth wrote this column for the times recently where she said when you're to college graduates she said i i don't recommend you Ask yourself, what do I want to be when I grow up? Ask yourself, what's the world I want to live in? Mm. And how can I help make that happen? Wow. And I feel like now in my late 30s, I'm starting to be like, that's what I want to do. I just want to figure out how can I help? Mm. That's real. I got
5: yeah. a list. <clears throat> just, I got a list.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Skip, Fontigolo and Bill, let's go to oh, yeah. you. Oh, no,
0: I'm going to list for Mike to help. <laughs>
3: But, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> I got a list for what you wanted. But like, I got a list desired. for that too. I, okay. don't,
5: don't skip
0: Bill. Let's
5: Devonte. Uh, um, my my my, what I want, my desire ultimately is um to make as much money as I can behind the scenes, so I can only leave my house when I feel like it. So, Wait, what? That's real. Say that again? Yeah, to make as much, to have enough money, to where I don't gotta leave my house like and be seen. That is real. You know what I mean. So that's that that's is awesome. Yeah, that's what I, That's ultimately what I want. You know what I mean. It's just, I think sometimes you know we as desires like you know how Mikey was saying you know in your twenties you think man I'm gonna do this at twenty four. Um, for me it was very much a thing where I think sometimes you know whatever your belief, God, you know whatever the universe, however you wanna phrase it. I think sometimes people, you know, in life you'll get what you asked for, but not what you wanted. You know what I mean? It's kinda like the Henry Ford thing of like if I ask if I would have asked the public what they wanted, they'd ask for a faster horse. You know what I mean? So sometimes I think in life you can say, if you're that young kid and you just think, yo, I want a record deal, I want a record deal, I want a record deal, I want a record deal. And you get the record deal, and then you realize, oh, my God, this is shit. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. So then
5: in the midst of that record deal, you realize, you know what? Yeah. What I really want is freedom. That's right. But you don't get that until – you don't get the lesson until you get that thing that you thought that you really wanted. So for me, I'm just at a point where I was like, you know, I I admire – I like my privacy. I like just, you know, laying low. I really don't do people like that. Um, you know what I'm saying I, I prefer just close company Just people You know I do More Jenga's being kicked over <laughs> here No yeah <laughs> He kicking my Jenga And now no, man I'm, I'm, No I'm, he's helping you build. Oh, he comes, I'm signing everything goes,
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, His answer's my answer Get my yeah. bread And
5: just be able to lay low And you ain't gotta know my name You ain't gotta know Just know my work And know where to it's send my, my checks That's yeah. it
7: I wanna be the kind of guy That can shut a site down Like Gawker Just you know Out of pure spite Yo Right you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? You <laughs> <laughs> can't be like the gentle terrorist like <laughs> no, like I, I'm with Fonte like I just want to be able to do my thing, you know, how I want to do it without all the the extra hullabaloo and recognition. I want to be able to, you know, be a regular person but you know that just does extraordinary shit
0: oh okay so let me look at my list i would like to own a
5: home
4: wow you have
7: is this i
0: would like a house in brazil a house in dc and no i'm no in all seriousness that i do want a house in brazil and a house in dc but um (laughs) i would just like to get again i've been doing good i was doing good getting paid to be myself i like that i would like to be able to really make a living off of that that'd be great um and for a man to say one day hey would you marry me because you know, it just—I heard that's kind of nice when a dude does that. Don't mean to get all girly on y'all. Yeah. When it never happens and you're of a certain age, you're like, and then I'd like to use this little coochie here for a little baby
6: <laughs> before it gets um, unusable. I want
4: to use this coochie so, for baby.
3: Or you know, like it, a
6: baby. Now yeah, that
4: Questlove like won't give me his sperm,
0: it. I will take oh, anybody. God. I have a couple of short lists. <laughs> and ladies and 40. gentlemen, that's
3: another episode <laughs> and, you know, of Questlove's. <laughs>
0: steve you don't have any babies do you
3: no there you go <laughs> oh, but you
0: got, is that sugar hereditary or is that nah that no,
3: was that was man-made Oh, okay, so, okay. I we'll talk we'll
5: talk
0: i caused it
1: sorry that's so that's i'll give, give like. you one sperm
3: <laughs> <laughs> see what you do is doing that all there? you got <laughs> just the little sperm. swimmer that could <laughs>
0: never
3: had a uh okay yeah. Uh I just want this episode to be over. <laughs>
8: Wait, but but Amir, what do you want?
3: What do you want? I now I feel like my life is superficial. Like
5: nah, Go in. Go in. Like now nah, we you're in the circle now.
7: Well, okay, let me look before you preface it. Like you have a a, a skill set that a lot of us don't have and we can't make money off of our skill set the way that you can. So, you know, if if it if you feel like you know, you're once a little bit more superficial. I'm not mad at that because you have the. Means. You got a
5: lot more tools to work yeah. with.
7: It's like, dude. <laughs> no, seriously. It's like because you
5: DJ and you, your an incredible drummer and you're famous. So it's like you almost okay, dude. I'm gonna tell you. Who I know. You, are. All right. you have. You're Mario with the with the mushroom. The, with the big mushroom and the flower where you shoot out the fucking fireballs. Oh, Super Mario you're Brothers. Super, guys. Like you're Super Mario with all the fucking All titted, your powers. All powers. your powers.
7: Yeah. Yeah. All, all that, that shit, that, that that, that shit that, is relative. Okay, how so? It's relative. Okay, so how can I make a million dollars off of my skill set? Mm.
6: <laughs> well, that's the
7: thing. Because <laughs> if, if you're 38 years
3: old and you say... Okay, well here's my final plan and da 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 da. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying that you I, I didn't, like putting a cap on it. I didn't this- see I didn't even imagine that that part of my life was ever gonna happen. I mean, who starts winning at forty four?
5: Man, yo, every forty four We just had this conversation. Shut up, liar! <laughs> he was
3: not forty
5: four. You are tripping. No, nah, dude, we just had I had this conversation <laughs> with Carter earlier. Dude, like actor right Steve Carell we were talking about with Steve Carell you know he mm-hmm. didn't really stop popping until he was 40 yeah. you or look Steve Colbert and Louie Larry, Paul David, Giamatti. Louis Larry didn't David didn't until 40 Louis. fucking Morgan Freeman he ain't till he was goddamn 60 and <laughs> shit you know what I mean like dude all right my my my
3: real I don't know if it's, it's because of this mantra all right there's there's a spin magazine that Spike Lee was on the cover of back in 1992 that's just like the Bible to me. Okay.
7: Was that the one he he uh, edited? Yeah. Okay, he
3: they that. let Spike Lee edit when Mo Better Blues came out or no uh, Jungle Fever, uh, the Spin magazine. Okay. And he gave an article to Harry Allen Chuck D to write, of which those two accurately, um, predicted what their life would be like in twenty years. Mm. Now it's nineteen ninety, and you know. The the bomb squad and public enemy were so damn ubiquitous. Like between Mm. Belleville, DeVos, Poison, Fear of a Black Planet, Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted, the Juice Soundtrack. soundtrack, Uh Like they were the stand, they were the gold standard of what hip hop was. And they said, um, we're probably going to fall off in about three to four years. Wow. Then our contemporaries will uh, sort of discard us out the window. Um, The very first time I ever heard of, because Harry's such a nerd, the idea of the information superhighway. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we will probably you know be kicked off our label, so we'll be forced to sell records on our own. They went through this whole thing, and Chuck's whole thing was like, well, not to be a total killjoy, but you know, I'm also in this business. My end game is to create five thousand black leaders. Mm. Wow. And so I thought, hmm, maybe I could be a black leader or that that, that (laughs) sort of thing. I mean, it it sounded lofty and kind of just, like, weird, like the idea of meditating or whatever. I just read it as, like, hmm, this seems a little bitter and whatever. But then I realized, like, oh, man, that's some legacy shit.
8: Yeah, that's powerful. Mm
3: -hmm. That's some real legacy shit. Well, one, they were in in that that 18-point mission – they were ninety nine percent correct of what life
5: what it was gonna was be. gonna be
3: in two thousand and two. Yeah. Um. But at that, I I guess my my, I I I guess my goal is to create a, a unmovable, unerasable graffiti. That's nice.
5: So you don't think you've done that already?
3: I mean, at the rate where my last class where six of my 18 students never heard a thriller, that scared me. Because now I'm realizing that, you know, it's one thing where it's like, okay, you might forget EPMD's fourth record. Yeah,
5: you ain't forgetting. But
3: now we got a generation that may or may not know. I mean, I hate to say that. Prince had to go through his transitional process to be forever etched in the memory of a lot of people Mm -hmm. that he otherwise, especially with the way he was going with the, you know, being off the internet and stuff. uh, You know, like, basic things that we should take for granted. Like, there might be a time in 2060 where Thriller might not matter. You know what I mean? Something like Thriller, the greatest selling of album. You know, it's just... That's scary to me. So I'm trying to.
5: But what has lasted? I mean, other than, I mean, a song like, I mean, shit, Happy Birthday. I mean, what? Yeah, that's, there's a whole like... book
8: about this recently that uh, Clos- Chuck Klosterman wrote about what, what, is in, what becomes history now. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, of all the music that exists right now, probably marching band. Wow! Like, because it's ubiquitous. It's in everything. It's every football game. Every wow. every movie. Marching everything. bands will never
3: stop. That's like the tuxedo of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> music. Um, no, I I think I don't I don't think whatever my contribution that will last is is in music. So uh, you know I you know is it in the food world? Is it in radio? Is it
5: and creating drum sets for for kids i don't know i think you have to keep going though i think you have to just you know when we say like not stopping it's not it's just you got to use all the tools in your toolbox because you never know which one is gonna knock the wall down or knock a wall down you know what i'm saying so it could be it could be your fried chicken i mean who the fuck knows right it just you have to just keep keep going Go ahead, laugh like yeah. I dare you. I double dog it. It's not
0: be your fried chicken. That's what I'm. saying. <laughs> no, that was that's not going to be your legacy quest, Left. But
3: that but Amir, would be the blackest shit ever.
8: But Amir, I, I, I feel I, it's disingenuous of me to just say what my goals were without pointing out that like I'm also like ambitious and I want things, but also like you know I don't know like I I I, I have some Jack in me too, like the Jack character mm. in me too. I mean if my wife were here, she would be like yell at me for my answer and be like, That's not what you're like at all. <laughs> you're ambitious, you're selfish, well, you, you have, want all these things. You have to
3: be Jack to write a movie.
8: Yeah. And direct a movie. Yeah. And star in it. Yeah. You
7: you are <laughs> Jack. <laughs> I got some
8: of it in me. All
0: right, y'all.
2: Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you
9: deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
3: Uh, we're here with Mike Birbiglia, uh, creator and star of Don't Think Twice and also Sleepwalk With Me and a gazillion other projects. Oh, that, new black.
5: Just, uh, yeah well
3: orange is new black train
0: wreck on hbo
5: yes <laughs> and, and anyone else want to uh, uh um uh twitter basher of <laughs> of suicide squad I, I, oh I, yeah I, yo, I, I felt you on that man like Thank I, you. that was dope i that got was...
8: mad of mpaa because they gave me a rated uh, uh, r yeah and, and suicide a squad a pg-13 and how they, did you get an r for smoke so adult smoking weed wow, wow. not that crazy that's the MPAA man, there's a crazy movie. Who, there's yeah, a crazy is the documentary process? about Who, them. Which is, I saw that. Is, is yeah, it the same? It. Called, this this movie is not movie, yet rated, not yet rated. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's I've excellent. Heard it. I've heard of
3: that. So wait, what is the process like? Is, is it? It's not four, available anywhere. Is it the four old people?
8: Like, I swear to God, it's it so hard for, for me. To, I know. Netflix, I, I it. know, but now it's pulled off. It's, I feel like is it like the the Huey Lewis
3: uh, High School Committee in Back to the Future that watches your movie? It's like
8: eight people. According to this movie, this movie's not yet rated. It's like eight people, and they've been doing it forever. And I think it it has sort of a moralistic bent to it, mm-hmm. you know. And a, a lot of times they'll give notes in the movie. They'll be like, "Ah, uh, we should only see her orgasming for eight seconds, and not eleven seconds." Hmm. And it's, it's like Bill Sherman's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, so these eight people watch every film, every movie. Yeah. Every movie. In yeah. Rain, yeah. So what if your film like is shown at like uh, uh, one in the morning or something like? I feel like it
8: also well, depends it on could their, be, their talent it could level. Just play at art houses. You can have your movie be not rated, but then it'll it may not it may not end up. It sort can't of, play anywhere. Yeah, they right? can't play at a movie right, right. theater. It's that kind of thing.
3: They haven't even had. It in so 17. you wanted this
8: to be PG thirteen? Yeah, because it's, there's it's harmless. I feel like teenagers can watch it, and there's nothing to it. I mean, it's just a story about friends. Like I, I wanted it to be like a big chill or like a San Almost Fire kind of movie mm-hmm. for this generation. So I'm like, the fact that they're kind of making it. Like taboo for anyone, it's, it's just kind of annoying. Yeah, well, I think weird. it's
5: an adult movie, but it's not like a vulgar. I, there's nothing in it that I thought warranted an R rating. Yeah. He
0: makes it real. Well,
5: that's
3: what you're saying. Yeah, say that's
8: that. all I felt about I it.
5: No, but the
3: thing was, the 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 main thing that turned me off about Suicide Squad was that it's PG-13. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just like, oh, this is lame. Like, if it were R, then I'd be like, oh, word, okay. All I'm right. Some shit. I would, have, you know, I have the desire to see it.
1: Yeah but I did I know why yours is R yeah because you point out how all the pettiness in in adults (laughs) (laughs) people can handle it like that was the most disturbing part to me and really the most memorable part was how they were friends obviously but um, but there you know there's that there's that part of you that's rooting for your friend that part that's jealous yeah and all living Mm -hmm. side by side and comes out you know like when when the people in your movie say oh I just got this the gig or I got the writing gig or whatever and there's those moments of like nobody knows what to say because yeah. what you really want to say is fuck you know why, why was not it me? me yeah the th- uh,
8: th- a crazy thing I, about my movie is that I I don't it's great to talk about it because I can't watch anymore because I get choked up I I wow. like start crying every time because I feel like I relate to all the characters I feel sad for them
7: what's the moment in the movie that you most relate to
8: <sighs> when the final scene with Jack and Sam Mm.
3: But wait, I was going to say, I was for a second, I thought you were going to make Jack sabotage his moment, too. Oh, yeah.
5: Nah, fuck that. He got bills. <laughs> 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 he can't do
3: that. Nah. So but yeah. for a second, he was like, uh, maybe I won't take the train. I'm like, I know. dude, Lauren's sure. going to kill you. But not Lauren. But, yeah.
8: I mean. Timothy.
3: <laughs> 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 Timothy. But so they, Timothy was but rather... Yeah kind of douchey, though, which <laughs> I, I felt like you had to make him super douchey so it wouldn't be what you think that Lauren is, because Lauren is the opposite He's of that Timothy Different, guy. He's
8: different, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I just, He's his own thing. I just wanted to make the boss, like, cold. You know what I mean? Just, like, tough. Well, Where we, did
3: that bicycle come from? Uh, that was my question.
6: I'm sorry. Yeah, The wooden, the wooden
8: bicycle too. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I live... In Brooklyn, by this, I always walk by this shop that has like Swedish bicycles. And one day, I walked by and it had like a wooden bicycle. And I was like, I gotta put that in something. It's So funny! It's one of the funniest looking things I've ever seen. Are they
1: like expensive? Is that like? Is that why? Yeah, I think Lauren they're
8: Michaels like thousands are... of dollars. Yeah, yeah.
3: And, and the band on the 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 show.
8: Yeah, that's a real band. It's they were really excited to start. Yeah, yeah. They're called LL. Yeah. How did you? How did you? I found them uh, just like fishing around for new bands. My wife and I just, we listened to a lot of new bands and, and we just found that band. Really? We're, yeah. We're That's just, a real like, band? Yeah, it was. They were. Yeah.
1: <laughs> because <laughs> who, who sang the Dylan song at the end?
8: Um, it's Piano by Roger Neal. Mm. It's Piano Instrumental, uh, who is oh, the, who's the, the nobody our sang composer. It, yeah. yeah. Okay in the credits and uh, and uh Dylan was nice enough to I mean I don't I never met Bob Dylan but he was you know his manager Jeff Rosen was nice enough to let us have that song for, for all, next to nothing that's it's really amazing. generous I mean Bob Dylan's really good to independent film like he's I have to say like that guy it, like really gives it up to a lot of movies for very little money that's dope it's nice it's talk like about it. talk about legacy he's a guy who's I think very kind of focused on sort of passing, you know, paying it forward to the next generation.
0: Is there like a small collective of known musicians that do kind of kind of cater? Or I give don't them know. I
3: mean, See, for us is George Clinton. For uh, him is it's there, Bob Dylan. Is is that right? <laughs> well, George Clinton always uh uh charged the lowest rate possible for so you keep his music. Back. So you yeah, it was kind of the crack theory. Smart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you give them,
5: get you a tester. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna comment on that. And then yeah, get that. <laughs> you addicted.
7: <laughs> Why? Well, I
5: mean,
3: George. Because George, George, is...
7: George, cleaned himself up. So. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah, but yeah, it's the crack theory. Just <laughs> give you a little taste. What's it crack?
5: <laughs> not <laughs> really. Sorry. Yeah.
3: yeah. Give was, you a taste the and then and then get you addicted, and then you keep coming back. But
8: Di- oh, by the way, Dylan's a great example of the guy who has always he he never he never stopped he kept going he he keeps making new albums he's not like the stones he doesn't go yeah. out and do the hits he just he keeps like making new music
3: side note uh the Dylan that I know like the back of my hand is <laughs> the the christian era Dylan yeah yeah
5: wow. <laughs> yeah the Christian Steve. era
3: oh yeah oh yeah. man
8: there's a whole bunch of albums in there there's, there's a christian
3: yeah there's like four records that uh between like seventy six and like what did it end with, Infidels, like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, so when God. my parents were on their Christian kick with only Christian radio in the house, I thought uh, Bob Dylan was a Christian artist. That's amazing. Not, like, I didn't know about, wow. like...
7: That's incredible. <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't Dylan also do some records with Full Force? Yo, and no, no, with Salam Remy and Curtis Blow.
3: Whoa. What? what? Dog, Salam Remy was... Salam's father... Uh, was a staff person at Mercury. Um, so, eighty four, eighty five. He was person. already yeah. at like 13, 14 years old producing Curtis Blow, that America album. Wow. Wow. The Kingdom Come album. Wow. Backed by popular demand. By, yeah, uh, Salam Remy. Off. Salaam Jesus Remy Christ. at like 15, 16 years old. You know, Salam Remy did the
7: Payback mix, the James Brown pay- that. Wait, I did know that. I did know that. I did, I did I think, not I think, know the that. Payback, the Payback mix. Which one is it? It's a that James Brown yeah. like this there's, there's like a James Brown master mix. mix. Yeah. Oh like, wow. Yeah, you'd know it if you heard it. Trust <laughs> me. Yeah. Wow. So, side rabbit hole. This <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: have really For been real the name of the album. Rabbit, <laughs> the rabbit hole starring Questlove. <laughs> Questlove's rabbit hole. <laughs> no, <Nah>, that's that, <laughs> too late now. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Mike, um, I I have to say uh, thank you, really a, a sincere thanks uh, for creating a conversation piece and something really universal. Like it's rare; it's super rare that uh, that I. See or witness something uh, that I totally relate to, and it, they don't necessarily look like me per se, but I totally see myself in those characters. You know, I I really I can't thank you enough for it. Like that, I needed to. I really need to see that film, and thank you for creating.
8: Not straight thanks up. Thanks a lot, of man. Thanks up, a man. lot, you guys.
0: Yes. Thanks for giving love to the improv community too. Oh, like thanks. that was dope. Just-
8: Thanks for having me on, and uh, this is this is uh, this is awesome.
3: Thank you, thank you. Uh, Go see the movie. Go see yes. it. Yes. Oh yeah, it. Don't it's Think in, twice.
8: Yeah, it's in it's in like 150 theaters in the country right now. And uh, don'tthinktwicemovie.com if you want to find out where it is.
3: I have to say, this is uh, this this is this is one of them deep cut et- episodes. <laughs> I et- et- <et> suppose. I <laughs> suppose. <laughs> this is one of them
5: deep cuts. All right. So, uh, what did you learn, Tigello, today? Man, I learned today. That Amir Thompson is one of the most shallow motherfuckers.
6: <laughs> <laughs> just
5: fucking paper chasing fucking keep up with the Jones ass fucking Yo. This is gonna make a great album intro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, uh nah man, I learned that um I learned it from from Mike just uh that whole man, just that whole thing about the sleepwalking, like that's just Imagine, like, I mean, just having the courage to share something like that and, uh, just, you know, knowing that you got to deal with that all your life. I mean, that's just something crazy. But, I mean, he is, uh, definitely one of the the favorite people that I've introduced. I, a lot of stuff that he's saying, he, um, I hear myself in that, you know what I'm saying? In terms of getting older, you know, hitting that kind of late 30s, not being old, but just older, Mm -hmm. and, uh, just being able to put things in perspective, you know what I'm saying? Um, he was, uh, very you know, his his movie, like hearing him talk about the process of how, you know, twenty two working the door at a comedy seller and thinking you're gonna do your first movie by twenty four, but you don't do it to ten years later. I mean, that resonates so much, man. Like that, you know, when people say that the entertainment and this is me and unpaid, we've had this conversation on Texas before. When people say that the the entertainment, you know, it takes hard work, I don't think anyone ever realizes how much hard work it is. I don't think they realize that it's like, no, it's going to be 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20 years of just fucking slavery until mm-hmm. one day you'll see light and it's like, oh shit, you know, we made it. But uh, yeah, man, I learned that uh, a lot of our stories are very similar. Cool. Big ups to Mike. I'm Paid Bill. What did you learn today?
2: I learned that I need to keep a running document of Fonte's quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Number two, I, learned, I thought well, cashing in versus selling out. I thought that was a fascinating idea because I've never, ever heard that before. Don't and forget pulling out. Well, that's the that. <laughs> <And, and, laughs> nutting, the nutting, <laughs> nutting out. I, yeah, I, you know, and I, I would honestly, I would not have watched that movie had we not been here talking to Mike because I don't ever watch movies because I don't have any goddamn time. But Wait, it, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're in the industry. Well, I know, but but I don't, I don't. I, it's, it's the one thing that like is foreign to me. I, I don't, I don't go to the movies. I, I, I don't know, kids, man, kids, no, I, hate you. I. Hate you. But uh but I was I was saying that that I haven't seen a movie like that in a while that was so universal that appealed to me in a way that I thought I, I was almost after I watched it I was embarrassed to come in here and to say to everybody, that's about me. Like that movie is straight up my life. Like that, like except the improv shit, which I'm not that into. But like, but like having a group of friends and, Wait, and unpaid and, bill. I know I play in improv but get it, I get it. This get is the improv I get it. We are improv shooters. It's true it's true. <laughs> Yeah. Zap Zoop. <laughs> <Yeah, soup. soup. laughs> uh I, yeah yeah, So I I, I was just I, I was uh it was just interesting to see how universal your own story is and how other people share that shit and it's um, nice to know that the journey in life is with other people. True. There you go. Uh
3: Paige Steve. Partially that paid, Steve. Steve, paid. Steve yeah. <laughs> 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 <At> two, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, all right, so what'd you learn,
1: uh, Steve? Uh, I learned that Mike Birbigli's name is not, not Jim. <laughs> um, I, I learned a lot about him. He's an introspective, bright guy who has good grip on things and mm-hmm. is creative. And, um, I, but like unpaid bill... Um, I didn't think I was going to be into the movie. I'm not into independent films. I'm not into improv. I don't like being told to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, but uh, but again, like these guys that came out of it sort of uh, thinking, you know, I can relate to some or all of those characters in the sense, especially in the sense of what I brought up to him, that that sort of duality of rooting for your friends and also sort of having that constant... Jealousy to beat them to the finish line yeah, too. There's
5: an Oscar Wilde quote about that where it's like, you know, it's something to the effect of you can it's easy basically it's easy to be friends in times of sympathy when your friends need that sympathy mm-hmm. but can you be a friend in their time of success? Like that's what tests friendships. It's Ooh, not you Just know, quote
2: Oscar Wilde.
5: Yeah. The fuck are you, man. <laughs> what the fuck are you? Somebody that <laughs> never smoked no
4: weed every, every, time, <laughs> goodness, every
2: time we do this shit you you, <laughs> you will Quote, the dumbest television show The dumbest <laughs> the smartest philosopher Rapper And then like And Hemingway once said
5: who the, who the fuck
6: are you, man? Fuck you Too much time on my hands, brother You right. need to be
2: alone by yourself Like with money And just like right. Like novels Like You could be in prison
7: For all I know Anyway sorry, right, So unpaid you. bill What'd you learn? No, that's paid bill Unpaid bill so, oh, Yeah my fault. Sucks, uh, sucks. What did I learn? I mean, yeah. I, I think everybody's pretty much already touched on it so far. Um, you know, w- just watching the movie, w- which probably wasn't a movie I would have normally watched, um, but like by the end of it, I got so wrapped up in it because like it, like everybody said, it was like watching my life on screen. Like I'm not a, I'm not into improv. I'm not, you know, in, in, into I'm not a musician or anything. But just so much much of it rang true with just seeing. Being on Facebook every day and seeing what my friends are doing, and seeing, <laughs> seeing, seeing where I am in life, and you know, uh, you know, and some people I'm ahead of, some people I'm way behind. So you know, it's it's it's, I don't know, it's weird. Getting old, it's it kind of sucks. I don't like it. How old are you? I'm thirty six. Get the f- man. That ain't I shit. Said, I said, I said getting older. <laughs> no, I thought you were like forty six. No, I am a year and like a week or something younger than Ponte. Yeah.
6: I'm a year and a week 36 younger
3: 36 than you then. Look, man. I don't like this shit. It, mm. I I mean, look, I'm not saying that everybody's journey gotta be my journey. But again, I was kind of ready, you know, 38, 39. I was like, ah, well, this was nice. It was <laughs> it was cool. This was nice. I'm open, I'm like you. <laughs> and then, you okay. know, evident like a window open. I'm just saying that it can happen
5: late. But 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 I but, I don't but think a lot that's of times late. I don't think that's that's I think, what I'm praying for, well, dude. That's that's not late. I think that's kind of poor for the course. I mean, well,
3: yeah, but just a lot. Usually, post 35, we start like,
7: uh, okay, might as well. I think you're just looking at it from the the perspective of being in the music industry and a man. Yeah. Like in any any other field, you know, Did you say
3: man with like 12 syllables,
7: man. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> In any other industry, most people don't find success in their twenties. So you know, man, talk about it. I think we were we're we the
0: generation that was. I always say that Diddy messed it up. I say that Diddy messed it up when he quit college and kept doing those trips to New York and got success early and became millionaires and everybody looked at Diddy and was like, you know what? It could be done by twenty something.
5: But not for you. Oh, I thought you meant (laughs) like you're the. I
3: thought you meant him. Having a successful rap career as a non-rapper. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Kim
0: Kardashian looked at it, but I'm just saying that.
3: Oh, well, yeah. Diddy's the beginning of the call to personality. Right. So, but yeah, it starts with him and ends with Kim.
0: Oh, but here's what I learned today. <laughs> thank you, you for asking, Mr. Love. Um,
3: Mr. Love.
0: I learned <laughs> that. Show you right. Unlike y'all, I'm really into improv, did stand up a couple times and whatnot. And so for Mike, I realized that, you know what, it's you, it's possible to live your dreams and it's possible to use all these tools for the greater good because I'm hoping at some point that all those classes and improv groups and stuff lead to something else so I'm just saying that's what I learned today it's led you to this oh that's right I made it
5: yeah you, <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow,
4: wow,
5: I made it. you did what did you learn like seeing being the, as the elder yeah. see, statesman, Now, as, I feel, now as I feel, the leader of this
9: flock
3: now I feel like you I'm would... gonna let y'all down again because the one thing I learned uh, I'm gonna try tonight okay uh, I'm gonna sleep in a sleeping yeah, bag. you you going to pot it out. I just I want the mittens see- on. Oh, I ain't going with the mittens. Better but- make
0: sure I have an, in- an inside zipper though, because you be.
3: Well, no, only only because I- I'm one of those people whose uh, air conditioning. Like you ever are? Are you ever so cold in the morning or hot in the morning? You're too lazy to get out of bed, to just change the temperature. Oh damn. yeah, oh So yeah. you just rather suffer through it and just hope that
0: or take your clothes off or do something. Yeah.
3: Or right, I'm one of those lazy, can't walk to the air conditioner just to turn it down or whatever. So right now, it's like my my joint is like on freeze freeze time is pie. Like my room's like 41 degrees, <laughs> it's like God, Kelvin. <laughs>
0: we call that strip club weather. <laughs> Is that what we call it? Yeah, because that's they keep the nipples hard. That's how they keep the nipples hard. Oh. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that
4: concludes. <It>
3: <laughs> well,
1: I want. I also want to say, Electric Lady's the bomb. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, shout, shout out to Electric, Electric Lady. Lady. We, we got be... couches. We sitting on leather. Goddamn. This is better than that. <laughs> These are
0: like Persian rugs. Right? Yeah.
4: Yes. yes. Yeah. Persian. Yes. It's it's
5: it's Persian rugs. It's it's, rug it's imported it's, from. It's our quite movie.
3: awesome to to come back home to uh, Electric Lady. Uh, until next time ladies and gentlemen uh, on behalf of uh, Boss Bill and, and Shirt Steve and Unpaid Bill and Laia I can come back? Maybe. maybe. I come back. I'll let you back. Maybe. And Fonte Hello. my name is Questlove and this is Questlove Supreme only on Pandora. Sure. Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
9: Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
2: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime.